as you always do. That was it. So Love when these guys, <laughs> the best. <laughs> see, see, see what I mean, Joe? He's interrupting me again. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? See what I deal with on a daily basis. That's that's why you guys work. Uh, so well. I know. I got a big mouth, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it is water though, so it might be a little bit of bad luck, my friend. Well, you it's bad luck if he doesn't drink. It. You don't know what's in here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll Love these guys. Love them. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Burn Down Podcast. Today we have in the studio big old personality, Big Joe Gambino himself, my friend. Welcome back, actually. Yes. We appreciate you you coming back. Well, thank you for having me. Man, we had you two months ago. We had a great conversation for over two hours. About an hour and 30 minutes in, Justin's first time ever computer just shit to bed, crashed. We lost everything. Oh, dude. Tremendously embarrassed to be like, Joe, we lost everything. It was brutal. It was so, brutal. That sucks. That sucks uh, on every, you know, every aspect because it was it was a really great podcast. It, it was. It was. But I think this one's going to be man. even Shit better. So, uh, but as a token of our appreciation, yes, for coming back, we wanted to give a couple things for you. All right. All so right. we have a couple gifts. Christmas you know, just came. Christmas just came. Okay. So hold on here. So this is a little welcome back gift, a little Christmas gift. You know. All right. See, Token see. of our so, appreciation. I don't know if you've ever here. heard of Neri's Bakery in Portchester. It's one of the oldest and best bakeries in Westchester. So no, I, I got you some great Italian cookies, wow. cannolis, of wow, course. Wow. You guys are awesome. So you can enjoy those later at your own leisure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. And then, of course, you have to top it off with a <laughs> bottle of vino, my friend. So uh, as a parting gift and for your time, we wanted to give you a couple of little presents. Thank you guys so, so enjoy much. them. That's, so that's if you want to put them welcome. to the side. You're welcome. You want to drink them, open them, eat them with the coffee? By all means. Uh, I'm going to bring them home to my son because he loves cookies and cannolis. Perfect. Too. Perfect. So <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. You're very welcome. You're very well. Thank you for coming back onto the show. Um, of course. And I know you're you're coming. You're, you, it's a little bit of drive here. It's a little bit of a drive to get here. So we appreciate you. Uh, you know, you you toughing out that that New York traffic uh, to get here with us today. And a lot of things. A lot of things have happened in yes. the last two months since we saw you. I'll tell you, it, things happen like that. And, and uh, it, well, it's only two months since I've been here, and uh, a few things has happened since. So let's here. let's let's talk about these things. So okay. for the people. You know, who don't know who Big It's kind of hard. If you're not on social media, don't Big Joe. You're not on social media. Cause yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, got, you, the guy's yeah. personality. But for the people who don't know who you are, right. enlighten them a little bit. You know, who who are you? Where you came from? Where, how'd you get here where you are today? Give them a little background. Good old, well, let him light up, let him light up his cigar first, okay? Well, we got, yeah, let me, uh, you know, we got to let him toast the story. Yeah, 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 let him toast the story. Right. But yeah, I mean, a big, big personality on social media. And it, and it came it came like like that. I feel like it came, you know, rather quickly. Because um, all of a sudden, I'm just seeing all these. And I'm like, on Barstool, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, who is, look at this guy. He's just blowing up, right? It came from a, a, a Kia Sorento uh, a reel or or TikTok, whatever the whatever you want to call it. But just kind of came out of nowhere, well, a man. So. Start, a few things started off. One was, was the Kia. It was uh, getting introduced to New York Nico and him. Filming me about my car, just asking me why I like my Sorrento so much. Because he had seen a prior video that I did on my own in the car, for my own, my own, uh, my own purposes. Just talking about how I like the Sorrento. How, yeah. How you know what? Yeah, I, I I've been in Mercedes, I've been in BMWs, I had all that stuff. But you know what? I liked my Kia. You know, I enjoyed it, and I and I described it, and I just was talking about it was a, about a guy liking his car. You know, talking about. 
the, the passion he has for his, for his Yeah, car. it had nothing to do with who made the car. It was just, I, I like the car. I like the car. This is not like, oh, this guy should be driving a Cadillac instead of a Kia. It's not even about that. It's about, I, I just like the car. And because of that, you know, it just it just went, it just blew up. It just blew up. I'm, I'm actually doing Kia commercials, if you can believe it or not. You know what? It's, so, funny, it's so, funny that you say that because yeah, yeah. when we had you on two months ago, you were a little upset with Kia because you said, hey, Kia. I'm bringing you all this business, all these eyeballs. I want to get a little compensated. So it looks like they finally heard you. I guess I guess they heard me or, or people have been getting in their ears. Says, oh, what are we doing over here? This guy's talking about his car. You, you got to throw him something. You know, a free oil change ain't cutting it. So, uh, yeah, they've got a contract and making commercials for Kia now. So Good it's, it's, for uh, you. It's really something else. Something That's else. so because I remember I remember you, you, you had looked right in the camera and you had said, like, you know, Give me something. Let's do something, okay? Like yeah, let's yeah, make it. Yeah. And you spoke it into existence. And look at it. Look. Yeah, they heard me. They heard me. It's funny because you know they, some they heard you even though it didn't air. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right, he right. definitely heard you, and he was like, "All right, we're gonna make this happen." You Come know. On, I guess like, my persona like gravitated to them. So you know what? Let's give this guy a shot. People, I'm telling you, people have DM me. People have came to me on the street. Joe, I bought a Kia. Kia, this Sorento. Uh, wow. Or whatever kind of tell you right. I bought a Kia because of you. Because of what you say about the key, and isn't did. that wild? Isn't that wild? People wild. buy things because wild. of you know, because yeah. of you. You know, next step besides making commercials, I like to go to dealerships themselves and say, "Listen, you know, this guy bought a car. Right? What's my percentage? What's my commission? Yeah, what's yeah. my cut on that? Or be but like, or you be like, yet, you know, we'll get there. Or be like, you know what? You turn that car you have right now. I'm going to give you the brand new one for free. We're going to take back the old one, give you the 2024 oh, for free, and all you got to do is just like make a post about it every yeah. single month. Done. Come on. I mean, you, work. that pays I mean, for itself. Listen, you think about this, right? Like, you know, on a smaller scale, right? One of the humidors, actually, both humidors that I have in there are made by New Air. Okay. New Air makes those cigar fridges, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, they basically, you know, I talked about the New Air. I was like, hey, I really like this one. They said, hey, we're going to give you the, the big 1500 count humidor. All you got to do is make a couple of posts about it. We'll give it to you for free. Why can't you do that with a car? It's just a bigger scale. No doubt. Hey, listen, we're going to give you a car for free. You just got to do a post or five posts a month for the next year. Okay. For free. Like, it's Absolutely. just a bigger scale. Like, if people do it for smaller items, why can't you do it for a big item? Yeah, exactly. No, I totally agree with you. It's the same concept. It's the same concept. <laughs> totally, totally it's, you know, he's living proof. Yeah. You, know? you get a product, you know, put a quarter, get a car. Put a quarter, get a car. So, you know, <laughs> that got me on the map. Um, also, and of course, growing up Italians, you know, putting me on their, on their podcast for the first time. Got me on the map, you know. People just crave that old nostalgic. Um... Is this mic okay for you? You want me to lower this? Is this no, all right? No, you can hear me right. Uh, I, Maybe I'm, I'm a little too uh, far away from you. Yeah, I want to talk right into it. There you go. It, it'll pull back too. Yeah, if you want to lean back, you can pull. back a little bit. You can. I just oh, didn't know if it was, I don't know if you liked it. No, like it's lower good. I just don't know. Smoking a cigar with the thing. I don't want, I want to burn your equipment. I don't want to burn down. But. That, that got me, you know, that got me a lot of publicity too. So it's been a roller coaster since there. I'm talking about movies, movie opportunities, commercials. Wow. I, I'm what's considered an influencer. I don't even know. Yeah. I didn't know what an influencer was up until now, up until what I'm doing. Uh, didn't didn't know what it was. I mean, you know, I, I heard of these guys have a lot of following. This guy had a lot of following. I didn't know exactly what an influencer does or what it, you know what it what it meant what it stands for. Sure. And uh, well, here I am. Isn't that strange? Like being called. We always talk about like technically we are cigar influencers, but we never really said, "Hey, you know, I'm an influencer." Yeah, like I don't post. It's, just, it's a weird that. thing, and I'm like, I, I'm not. I just post shit. Like I don't. Yeah. But apparently, it's you're influencing somebody's. 
buying habits. You're influencing somebody's decisions. Buying a goddamn Kia. Yeah, yeah. and it's That's just weird. It's bro. like, what do you do for them? I'm an influencer. No, I just post shit. Like, yeah, I, don't, you know, <laughs> I would never say that. I would say, what do you do for them? I'm, I'm acting. I'll yeah. say I'm acting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be an influencer, it still sounds a little strange coming out. I'm, I'm an influencer. Sure, right? I influence people to do certain things. <laughs> Isn't it weird? I think I find it strange. I find it strange, man. But, some, that's a, but now you got these kids. You got young kids. Yeah. That you're asking them. What That's their aspiration. What do you want to be when you go? I want to be an influencer. Yeah. Like what? Yeah, I don't get. It used that. to be. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be a police. I want to be an astronaut. I want to be a veterinarian. Right, I want right. to be a YouTuber. I want to be an influencer. Huh? Yeah, YouTuber, man. That's crazy. I'd be like, no, not being. <laughs> Stop that. Okay. So speaking about you know people enjoying nostalgia, right? Uh, you know, I feel like the last few years a lot of people been gravitating towards that nostalgic Italian traditional heritage, whether it's. The way New Yorkers talk, the way either it's Italian tradition. You know, we've seen you on Growing Up Italian podcast a bunch of times, all their clips. What was it like growing up in Astoria, you know, being Italian, obviously growing up in an Italian neighborhood? What was that like? Amazing, amazing. And if I, if you tell a younger generation, like a generation like my son's generation, they won't believe certain things because they never heard of certain things. It was just a different time. It was a different time, and, and I will not... Uh, Take it away from me. I, I would. I would never want to not be living in that time of era that you know that I was in. Like sure. I, would, I don't want to. How do you? How do I want to say? It? I want. I want to say the right words. It was an amazing era, and it made me who I am today. You know, and unfortunately, and I, I do feel bad for the younger generation that didn't experience what I experienced. Now you're going to ask me what I experienced. What you experience? <laughs> <laughs> Just different things. It. it, it it's um neighborhood. People, the way the way we went outside, the way we we we, we played in the streets, the we didn't have phones, we, we didn't have you know to want to hear about the news, we had to wait to the six o'clock news, sure, you know, or the eleven o'clock news. We didn't we didn't have iPhones, we didn't have uh, social media. It was just a different time. It was a slower pace too, you know. It got you, all right. You got to go get up, you got to do this, you got that. Now everything's such an on a, on a speedy scale. People like in a rush. Oh yeah. my god, it's like it's it's nuts, and it's it's getting worse. Faster. Yeah. By the day, yeah. you know, yeah. But uh, it was an incredible time, you know. In the and I lived in an Italian. I lived in an Italian Greek neighborhood. Astoria was uh, predominantly Greeks and Italians. A lot of people say more Greeks than Italians. I disagree. There was a lot of Italians there too. Depends on what you block know? you're on. But it depends <laughs> on what block you want. Yeah. I was on up for you guys from Astoria. I was on Upper Dimmars. Upper Dimmars sure. was all Italians. Okay. Sure. All right. Then you had all the Greeks on uh, 30th Avenue and uh, 23rd Avenue, but we got along fine. We got along great. Uh, it was a great time. It was a great time. And and then, uh, and that's how you met our good friend and your friend from the neighborhood, Nino, who surprised us last time. Right, you guys grew DJ up in Nino. Yes, yes, he DJ. grew up in Astoria. Yeah, he Astoria walked in guy. last time. Right, Joe thought someone. He's like, who's at the door for me? And he's pack like, of marble hey, reds on yeah. the counter. I was like, oh Nino's a great guy. He's an old school guy. You know, uh, he he knows exactly where I come. He's, we're the same, practically the same age, and we grew up in the same neighborhood. So he he knows. He knows deal. you're from the neighborhood. It's so right. bizarre to me that we know you both, and you guys are the same exact age. You guys came yeah. from the same neighborhood. To yeah. me, like that's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's such a small world. I mean, it feels like a big world, but it is a small world. Well, they always it say well, it's uh, it's uh, what do they say? Three degrees of separation. Mm. Is that the is that the the? I think you know, that's the I guess whatever they whoever they is whatever. That's what they say, right? You're only they three. Say, who's you're they? Only, who's yeah, they? who's they? You're only three <laughs> people from like three three degrees away from knowing somebody. Three people, right? Like you know him, he knows him, and then he knows your your brother. Something That's how like it that. goes. But uh, and Joe, we got you smoking the the new cigar. 
I'm telling should we, you. Should we tell? Should we announce the name? Do we do that? Do we not announce the name? How we, should we, <sighs> it's up to you guys. It's your cigar. I know. I'm, I'm asking Justin. I'm, I'm liking it. So, so not, yeah. not yet. Not, it's not even a new year yet. Yeah, Although this this year. would come out in the new year, but let's um let's hold off. You're right. This would be the first episode of 2024. Big because here's the thing: we don't we don't have the label yet. So when we announce, I would like to have the, the, the label come sure, up and say, oh, sure. "Here's this." You know. Well, I can tell but, you this: when they do announce it and they do introduce it, it's an amazing cigar. Listen almost, almost, almost as good as mine. Oh, okay. Got all right, him. all right. No, no, let's segue. That's, that's a good segue. Good you know, segue. You know, good segue. He got a good segue. So when we when we spoke to you two months ago, you were saying you were just getting into cigars. You know, you've been around a lot of guys who smoke cigars, but you're never really into it. And no. then, you know, as time progressed, you got closer and closer. And then you said, hey, I think I'm getting my own cigar. And now you do have your own cigar. So let's hear about a little bit about the uh, Big Joe well, Gambino. It's cigar. not launched yet, but it, it did sign a contract. It's all in the works. Um, so you can talk about it. I can talk about it. It's not promote the hell out of it. It's not a not a problem. I'm sponsored by the company Saint Giuseppe Cigars. Yeah, Big Joe Bernano uh, made my own blend, made my own cigar, made my own addition to Saint Giuseppe Cigars with my own label. It's a black label. Nice. It's called the Big Joe Gambino Black Label. It comes in a black box. It comes in uh, when you open the black. The box is a black felt. It's nice horn on it. No, it's about shit. a six inch stick. It's a, it's really it's it's what's called a uh, a gordo. A gordo. A gordo. gordo. Yeah. I'm still I'm still getting the lingo. The yeah. lingo. We're always the learning. Lingo for uh, cigars, you know. But uh, it's a great it's a great smoke. It's a great stick. Well, you can call it whatever. What is the Italian word for like for like thick? Because gordo is the Italian. Bazan. Bazan. So you can call it a bazan yeah. if you want. It's. Well, I could, I could call anything, anything exactly, I want. You know, who's going to yeah. st- stop me? It's your yeah. cigar. You can name it whatever <laughs> heck you want. God damn it. But, uh, <laughs> it's great, and it's uh, it's amazing to be here. You know, I don't want to call you guys my competitors. I want to call you guys my, I don't know. Uh, my Compadres. Fellow, my, my, fellow, my fellow cigar guys. See, well, it's let, funny because we... I, it's funny you say that. We talk about yeah. this all the time on this show where this is a perfect example. We have a cigar brand, okay? We have another that's cigar that you're smoking. It's going to be coming out. You have a cigar brand. But we're both on the show talking about our cigars. Like, here's what our cigars blended out. You're going to tell about your cigar. I want to try your cigar. You want to try my cigar. There's mm-hmm. no other area. You would never see McDonald's invite Burger King right. to come on a right. show and say, hey, I want to try your burger. You mm-hmm. try my. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. promote each oh, other. That would never not. happen. No, no. But it does in the cigar yeah. community. And, and, it, and that's it, a great thing. And as the more and more you're into the cigar industry and the cigar world, you'll see that you're hanging out with more people who have brands. They don't care that you have a cigar, but they want to see you succeed. They want to see you do well and vice right. versa. And right. like, oh, vice versa. And Absolutely. they always talk about, like, how it's can we very, collaborate, right? Like, maybe weird. in the future we say, hey, how do we do a burn down Big Joe Gambino collaborate? Oh, like, you want – let's work together. It's we'll always like that. that. You don't see McDonald's Burger Hey, you, you want to work together Cadillac doing something it. called, like, the, wow. you know, the Big King Burger? No, they don't do that. Nah. Only in a cigar world, man. And what was, you know, what was uh, uh, one of your favorite parts about making your own cigar? The environment. I would say the environment that, that uh, when I when I sat down, I, I went to a, a cigar club called the General, out in Eisenhower Park. Oh, you been there? Been there. Oh, that's a great. That's like the lounge. third time we heard about that place. This that week. is a great it's lounge. Amazing. I'm not a member there yet, but I'm, you know, it's, it's in the works. I went there as a guest, and just the environment alone, it's it's an amazing place. I'm not talking about uh, just guys there. There was guys, girls, different types of. All different types of people just getting together, smoking a great cigar, having a drink, watching TV, watching some sports. An amazing, amazing environment. And then that's actually where I signed my contract and smoked my sample of my first cigar. No. Nice. In the general. Did you go to the restaurant underneath it? Uh, not yet. 
Oh, that's a we got to go there. My one of my cl- uh, close friends uh, works the 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 catering side of it. It's called the Lannan. That's mm-hmm. like the catering hall, and then they have the beautiful Union, which is a restaurant, and then the General Club. And that place is beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous. And it's actually, I'll be quite honest, it's not that expensive to be a member there. It's only like two grand a year, mm-hmm. or twenty five hundred bucks a year, or something like that. And then if you're a member, you can bring whoever you want. Right, right, right. And I'm like, wow, that's actually not because some of these other ones, like you see these, you know, these these clubs, like oh, you got to be you know, five thousand a month or ten thousand. You want to go to like the 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 what was it, the top of the sixes? Used to be the Havana room. They don't call it. Any, it's not sure, it's yeah, there. In Manhattan, gotta be like a million dollars. With it. I'm like, really? Fucking smoke a cigar? <laughs> Can't do it. You know, but this place is beautiful. Beautiful place. They redid the whole thing. It used to be um, the Carlton. Right. They redid the whole thing. I met the owner there and uh, took a liking to me. It's, it's just a, it's a, it's a great place. Great environment. And great people. And it's a whole mix of people. I mean, you, you see uh, politicians. You see business people. You see the, the average Joe go there. You, you just <laughs> see so many different types of people. It's, it's an amazing environment. Now, now. Again, since the last time I saw you, you turned me on to Gravesend, which yes. is a great show on Amazon Prime. Shout out to Gravesend and William DeMeo. The best. Now you're on that show, and you got a pretty prominent role for the season three. Because season go. one, it's about, like, what, three or four episodes? Season one was four episodes because it was filmed during the pandemic, and it was kind of hard to uh, get oh, different so you got funding. Li- limited, for, yeah. So it was limited to four episodes. Season two is a game changer. Yeah. It's a game changer. I mean, it was an amazing series. Uh, I, I I watch it on a daily basis because I just love the I, I love love the series. It's such a, a great time frame, like the eighties in Brooklyn. Yes. You know, it, the the old nostalgia is all there. Like, the, I didn't grow up in the eighties, obviously, but you know, the, I, the, the freestyle, the songs, baby. yeah. But uh, it was it's amazing, and I and I have a, a very very decent role in in season three, you know, and uh, I I thank of course William DeMeo and the whole Gravesend crew for taking me aboard. Can you and, tell me what what your role is or who your character is? Well, I could tell you this. I I think I could tell you the name uh, of my character. I don't think that's going to change and I won't I won't say exactly certain lines that I know of. I don't know the whole all my lines, but I know certain lines that are totally amazing that I, I won't discuss it. <laughs> but my character's name is Ronnie. That's the, that's my uh and um it's a pretty decent part because I'm going to be one with, with some of the main characters. It's not just guy, you know, in the back of the bar hitting someone over the head or shooting somebody and, you know, or, or gets killed right away. It's a decent part. And uh, I, I really want to thank from the bottom of my heart William DeMeo for believing in me. Uh, Chris Mamondo, who gave me my first shot, my first movie, who's in season uh, season two. He, uh, amazing guys. Amazing guys. And when does that so come you're out? In, you're in a few episodes? You're in like the whole season, like you in I'm every single be, episode. I'm going to be in, in season three. How many episodes? I don't know yet, but it's, it's a decent. Well, it's a decent good amount. part. Oh, that's awesome. Big Ronnie. That's Big Ronnie. awesome, man. Ronnie, Ronnie. You know, and it's it's funny because in my neighborhood, I mean, you know, there was a couple Ronnies that were, uh, you know, notorious. One, for one something. Of those. <laughs> and I was like, where, where does he get these names from? Did you say? Let me know that. I, I hope he's not talking about this guy, or maybe he's talking about that guy. But you know what? Hey, you know what? I'm just an actor. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Also, you know, I don't mean it. I don't mean nothing by it. <laughs> right? So is it coming out in 2024? Do you yeah. know? Uh, well, we're going to be filming. We're going to be filming in 2024. So hopefully, hopefully it comes out. Oh, I thought it was know. done already. Okay. No, it's not. No, we're just, we're just going to start filming. But uh, oh, wow, that's exciting, man! I love, I love to, I love to hear. So what was the? Well, I can't. You can only talk about the season two when you had you know your role in there. But what's the? Do you have any idea what the process no, is going to be? Three is going to be my role. Well, you said season two, you were in it a little no, bit. No, Chris, right? Chris Mamondo was in it, who actually gave me my first shot in my first movie. Oh, okay. Called um, 
Judge No Book, I believe. And it's almost 70% uh, being done editing. And that's going to come out this year, uh, 2024. See, I would love to get you back on after you go through this whole thing and hear like what the process is like. Like what yeah. is, you know, the filming and is it, are you there all day? Is it eight hours a day? Do they kind of work in? Are you're going to come into it? Because we only, we had, um, we had uh, um, Gianni and Millie Gianni May. and Millie May. Thank you. Bless me, Father. Uh, who did Bless Me, Father. Right. And you yes. actually know Millie May from the, the, the Scopa uh, uh, tournament. The, tournament, the, right? the pretty girl who she got was giving the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had, we had talked to them about like what it takes to make a movie and film and all these things. And they were saying that you know a lot of the actors, because they didn't use any of these big name actors. They used people that were you know just like you said, friends average and Joes, right? Right, right. And they said that a lot of the, all these people had nine to fives. Like they had jobs that they had to go so they had to accommodate listen all right you're going to take today off you come in you will get all your scenes done so i'll be curious to see how that how that works but what's it like uh, uh like memorizing lines and act, you know acting like how did you get accustomed to it how'd you make you feel this is the funny part see i never took a day day in acting school it's, it's <laughs> you're a natural and and i was told too i was i was told by professional actors that sometimes more uh, less is is better than more. Okay. You know, don't over overdo your lines. So, not that I'm telling you that I I go on set and I wing it. No, of course I have to read my script. I have to read my lines. I have to memorize them. But at at the same time, they want me to be also myself. Read the lines like you're reading it to yourself. Yes. Not 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 because some director is telling you, okay, you gotta do it this way. You know, they like that better. Sure. And um, it's been working out for me. Listen, I don't have these these big. You know, Robert De Niro roles or Al Pacino roles, main character roles, no. But these little roles I've been having and being on set all day, it, it, it is very interesting and it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, it's uh, watching watching people, different people perform, having breaks, the crew set, like the, the what it takes to make a movie, the camera guys, the, the microphone guys, the lighting. It's 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 a whole industry. It's amazing. I, I know, mean, you know, the whole thing down. I mean, just think about, I would, I think about right now, like, this we have clear audio, but you're talking directly into a microphone. Imagine now you have to have a clear audio, but you can't see the mic. So the mics are like all over the freaking place, and you got to make sure that they're pointed in the right areas, and you got oh, yeah. and you're not getting echo from one. So it, I can't imagine the, the how intricate all these things are, and how it almost goes down to some science. That's where you got the sound engineers that are so scientific about it. Like, no, you got to have this one pointed here, and this one pointed there, and then we have one. It's got to be wild. But yeah. did you? So did you ever think? Right now, fast forward or, or rewind, I don't know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Did you ever think that you were going to be an actor? Did no. you ever want to be an actor? I listen. I loved I always loved movies, not just mob movies, all kinds of movies. Uh, I was a movie. I'm a movie buff. You give me a question about about certain movies and, I, and I'm pretty good at it. Pretty Top three favorite movies. Go. Top three favorites, <laughs> I would say Rocky, Godfather, and Jaws. Damn, Damn. those that's that's uh that's kind of almost like mine. I say Rock, I say Rocky, Goodfellas, and Forrest Gump. Those are my three. Oh, yeah, but that's a Jaws is right up there too as well. I love Jaws, love Jaws. Yeah, oh. Goodfellas, Goodfellas is top for me. Goodfellas yeah. is. But I don't mean, know if I have a two or three. It's kind of I'm a huge movie nut in all different genres. I do love the mob movies, right? But I love comedies. I love some oh, dramas. Yeah, so. I love. I mean, there's and there's so many good movies. And I'll just like name, throw a couple, and you're like, oh, I forgot about that yeah. one. And like, oh, I forgot about that one. Right. And then it's like, okay, now what era are you talking? Right? Are you talking yeah. way back? Are you talking like, for instance, okay, Jaws, the guy who plays um um, uh, what's the the the, the quit? Yes, captain? the captain. His name is. We talked about this last time. We did. 
His name is Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw. And he is the uh, 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 Lonigan from The Sting. Have you ever seen The Sting with Robert Redford, Paul Newman? Their mark oh, is about this last Lonigan, time, right? and that guy is Robert Shaw. That's one of the first movies, man. Then you fast forward, now he makes Jaws, two completely different movies, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, look about The Color of the Money. Color of Money is another good movie, right? You have all these, these older movies, and then there's newer movies, so it's, uh, it's difficult to pick. It's, it's yeah. There's so many. There's such a range of of, of uh, movies and and the timeline. The range is timeline is, is amazing. But getting back to your question about ten fifteen years ago, no, did I always was told Joe, you have the look, man. You should go for the. You should become an actor. You should become in the movies. You have that 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 Italian, uh, you know, gangster look, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always brushed it off, or I said, yeah, maybe one day, one day. I never actually thought it would actually happen, and it happened in the blink of an eye. I mean, two years ago, I told you I started I started doing videos on my phone as a goof, and it just exploded into where I am now, which is, I I have to say I'm blessed. I'm blessed for the opportunities that have been coming my way, and they just keep on coming. It's great. That's awesome. Man. I love it. I love and it I, so I, much. I love how you had said that the director or directors, they love it when you can, they want you to read your, to memorize your lines, right? but they also want you to say the lines the way that you just naturally say them, which is the reason why they cast you in the first place, right? Now, granted, you had said some of these big movies, right? Like, especially if you're Elvis, like the what the Ashton, what's the guy's name? Austin Butler, when he played Elvis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, don't say it the way Austin Butler says it. Say it the way Elvis would say it because right. you're playing that you're person, playing, okay? Course. But when the director said, no, I want you to say it the way that you would say it, I think it, it says works. a lot about his personality. It works better, too, because I feel right. like it just comes out more naturally. You're not forcing anything. Right. You're just saying a line in the way that you would normally say it. Well, these producers and these writers and these directors also, the key word, personality. I don't have what's called the, 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 the magic voice of an actor. I have what they, they like is my mannerisms, my looks, my my hand gestures, the way I I, I would I would. In your natural habit, the, the way you talk with your yeah. hands. <laughs> but that's but that's something natural for me since I was a kid. I've been doing that because I had family members that that talk like that, and I, I was a sponge that off them. And it was like it's it, you know people love that. That's how they gravitate to me, just by by my mannerisms, mm. as they say. How what was what was Big Joe like in high school? <laughs> well, I went to St. Francis Prep, which is on the uh, it's on, on Francis Lewis Boulevard in Queens. Um, it was a great school. I was called the uh, in school. I was called Little Al Capone. Little Al Freshman Capone. year, I was called Little Al Capone. Why they called me Little? I don't know. I was I was a big kid, but I I dressed to a T. And you know, it was the first time I went to a Catholic school. I went to um, elementary and junior high school. I went to public school, so we didn't have to wear uniforms. But then I was uh, going on a different path that my parents <laughs> didn't want me to go on. So they said, you know what, you're gonna go to you're gonna go to Catholic high school. That's it. You're going to get out of this public high school and you're going to go to Catholic high school. So the same in St. Francis. Prep. I was I was a smart kid because it was a 75 and above passing that. Oh, you if know? you were under 75, you got kicked out of school? You, you, couldn't, you couldn't go to that school. Oh, uh, wow. Well, actually, 75 is passing that school. So you had to have a decent GPA to get into that yeah, school. Yeah, C plus is but Yeah. yeah. Right. It wasn't like, hey, I can yeah. skirt by with a 69. No. I couldn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty good up, up until like junior year of uh, uh, the end of junior year when I started driving. Then... Uh, it was all downhill from there. But anyway, <laughs> it was a great school. They called me Little Al Capone because I dressed to a T. They gave us uniforms. So they gave us a choice of, you know, the polo sweaters or like a, a button down with a tie. So I would wear button down with a fancy tie. 
tight clip. Yeah, baby. I would put a vest on, you know, dress pants, dress shoes. The teachers would be like, why would the fuck is this kid? Yeah. <laughs> He's out dressing me. I used, they used to, the teachers used to respect me so much because I was just a classy kid. They let me park when I started driving junior year. They let me park in the in the in the in the teacher uh, parking lot. They decided that, that, of course that's they would. Yeah, that's Joe's car. Yeah. Of course they would. And Dress back, so good, you walk in, they think they owed you money. I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> and then, um, I, well, I'm a little embarrassed to say, I started smoking when I was 16 cigarettes. And uh, at that time, there was a smoking section in the park by the school. It's not there anymore. They don't do it anymore. But but we used to be able to go on lunch or whatever and go have a cigarette. So. <laughs> I would I wouldn't want to walk all the way by the park to have a cigarette. So we had a few teachers that used to go smoke in the parking lot. So I would uh, go into the parking lot. I'm, I'd be like, you know, I would go shake their hand and uh, and we were talking. And as they were talking, I would just pull out a cigarette. I would light it up and 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 they wouldn't say nothing. They wouldn't say nothing because they, you know, they like they love talking. Yeah, to me. I was, Capone, yeah. Yeah. I, was yeah. I was I was uh, I love that. That school was uh, was a great school. Little Al They're probably afraid they say something. I might get whacked. You know? <laughs> You can't say nothing to Big right. Joe, man. All right. Hold stay, on. Stay, stay he does what he wants, all right? You see the way you see those shoes, you can do whatever the fuck he wants. Nah, you like my shoes? You like my shoes? Don't they look nice? I, I was wearing Giorgio Brutini, which are, are very fancy dress Italian uh, Italian dress shoes. I was wearing them in high school. So now were you, you know how to go so going to a Catholic school, you're obviously required to wear the uniform. Right. But are you required to wear certain shoes and certain like the pants and the shirt and the tie or the uniform, but right. You could wear whatever shoes you wanted. No, you had, to wear, had to, you be... had to wear loafers or, or they, they couldn't be sneakers. You couldn't wear sneakers. But you had to be black dress shoes. They had to be either black or uh, or brown. I believe it was black or brown. But, uh, you went, but you went with the top of the line. I went all, I went all out. <laughs> top I went all top, out. You want me to wear shoes? I'll wear shoes. Did now, you wear, what happens if did you, you wear don't jewelry wear? too? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like I said, I wore a tie clip. I wore I pinky wore, rings I wore and everything. Ring. I wore a watch. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. Love it. And when was this? The 90s? I graduated. Uh, this was ninety seven, ninety seven. Oh yeah, you're in that. You're in that time frame. You're yeah. in that era. That's that's when everyone still wore suits and ties to work. Right. And Dude, I love it, man. Like I was like yeah. first kid out of my all my friends. I remember going to, like Atlantic City and wearing like a sports coat and a button down, and everyone's like, "What are you wearing?" Like yeah. everyone's wearing like Avericks or you know whatever those those t shirts were back in the day. And then uh, we used to wear suits. Like you know, we still wear a suit or a button down every once in a while, but like that, that was our outfit. Like when people would come on, they're like, Oh, I thought I had like dressed to the nines because you guys but then after every week doing it, you started running out of like suits. My wife was like, You wore this suit like three episodes ago. And this was, was also like, before we had merchandise. Now we have shirts and hats, so like we wear right, that. Right, right. But it's funny because I remember going to a uh I think it was your birthday, and this was maybe this is before the podcast. So this is maybe what, six, seven years ago. We're going to your birthday in like Patchogue somewhere. And I remember wearing just like, I, and it wasn't it wasn't dressed in the nines. It was just a nice pair of jeans with some nice shoes. I had like a black t-shirt on, put a sport coat, a little pocket square, right? Maybe a little lapel pin. And all your buddies were like, the fuck are you wearing, why dude? The fuck are you We're going to like a that? bar. I was like, I don't know. Why not? It's like, I feel good in this. I feel, you know, I feel like a million bucks. That's the only stuff I really spend money on. Like, I, you know, not even clothes. Like jeans and, and t-shirts and sweaters. I just like wait for Christmas or my birthday for people to give me that. But when it's like comes to button downs or you know suits, that's the top. I spent my money on that because the first I first time I ever got my a custom sports coat, couldn't oh, go back. To it like feels to great. Like Macy's. Oh no, no, it feels so, great when you get. You can't one. just buy off the rack anymore. No, no you can't no, go to Macy's no, no, anymore. No, no. You gotta you can't, get, dude. It's it's. Uh, but you know it's what? It's life. funny. You it's know great. what? I, and I always I, I I dress nice when I go on planes too, right? Whenever, especially if I'm traveling for work, always dress nice. Man, and I, I, I always see these people. I'm like, and I get it. You want to be comfortable on the plane. But there is a borderline to 
comfortable. You could be comfortable when, like right now. What I'm, you're wearing right now I'm looks great. Nice sweater, shoe, nice pair of shoes, right? Go on a plane, so so comfortable. But you see these people that feel like they just rolled out of bed. They're, they're on they're a pajamas. Plane. They're literally Pikachu pajama they're pants. They're in pajamas with like these UGG slippers. They go, what are you doing? Yeah, no. What I said, okay. They want to be a little too comfortable. What yeah, if you were sitting next? What if you're sitting next to the person that could open up your freaking world business wise yeah. and put you on the map? But now they're not even going to talk to you because you're wearing fucking slippers. It's you know, it's still first impressions still matter. Yes, absolutely. You know? Yes, hundred percent. And, uh, you know, like on all my sports coats, I always have like a little American flag pin and people will just talk to me just because I have that pin. They're like, hey, man, I like that pin. You know, I don't really see too many. And we just start going from there. But a lot of people ask if I was in the military because of that pin. Yeah. I say no, but I support everybody that is. That's Most right. Definitely. And they Most go, definitely. OK. Do you, do you are you a suit guy or what, what kind of clothes do you like to wear? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a suit guy. I, I wear I wear a lot of sports jackets. I wear a lot of button downs. Um. You know, stuff like that. I, I mostly pants, hardly the jeans. <laughs> mostly uh, pants. Mostly <laughs> pants. I don't. Uh, I, I'm, I'm wearing a pair of jeans today, but usually dark jeans, like black jeans, whatever. How uh, many pairs of shoes do you own? Oh, a lot. <laughs> I feel like I feel yeah. I, I, I have like I have a, a whole section in my closet, and I keep my shoes in my in the boxes. So oh, you have to you can't get them. Yeah, dusty. so I have, I have them. I have them organized. And I have labeled them for my Giorgio Brutinis, my floor shines. Um, they're they're in their boxes, labeled and sized. The way they're supposed to be. I, I'm told I'm a little diva when it comes to my shoes. I, I like my shoes. What's your favorite pair that you have? My my favorite pair are are, um, are Giorgio Brutini's the uh, the boots. Mm. Boots. The boots. I have a pair of you, Now, Brutini's. do you have like one? Uh, I dress guess. dress boots. I gotta Google these now. I do you have like one nice. black, one black? more set of uh, types of shoes than most? Like, do you have more like of the type of boots they have than everything else, or is it kind of all evened out? I I believe it's all even out. Okay. Yeah, it's all even out. Yeah. Are they black? Black boots? Yeah. I'm a big fan of the the monk strap boots. Uh, monk strap dress shoes. Those are nice. You looking at them? I'm looking at them right now. Let me see. What they look like. I don't know which which ones they are. Oh yeah, those are those are like okay. Those are nice. Those are classic. They're, they're, yeah, they're, these are it. These are it. They have a little bit of a point. There they are, right there. Damn, those oh, are those yeah. are some nice right ones. here with the yeah. heel and everything. With the heel and everything. Damn, I'm I'm naturally six one with the heel. It makes me a little taller. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny too because I I have a pair of uh, my wife is from Texas. And I I some of my favorite shoes. I actually have one of my favorite pairs of shoes. The ones that I wore for um uh, for my wedding. Nice velvet loafers. Nice, beautiful shoes. But then I have um uh, my wife's from Texas, so I have my cowboy boots. And the cowboy boots have an, have a heel, and I'm six four. When you put the heel on, it makes you like six uh, six, and it's oh, funny because yeah, yeah, yeah. like you stand next to people, they go, Did "You fucking grow, dude." So, <laughs> nah, I got the boots on, man. I got the boots, okay. But they're nice. They got the ostrich leather, the the full quill ostrich, man. Are now are you st- are you still in Queens? Mm-hmm. Still in the what, story. What are some uh, so for the people who don't aren't too familiar with Queens? What are some, what is Queens like where you are today, and what are some of your favorite places to eat in Queens? Well. Queens today is well. The, the area I'm in, the story is becoming mini Manhattan. I mean, okay. uh, oh yeah, all know, the people just keep moving just, out. Man. People from Manhattan are moving into Astoria because it's cheaper, of course. You know, not that much cheaper, but um, you know, Long Island City area. It's, it's, it's they're building. They just keep on building. It's uh, it used to be a, a different neighborhood. Now it's a lot of um, how do you say? It's it's just it became more of a city than a, than a neighborhood. Melting pot. Uh, definitely a melting pot. Okay. Now it's all high types of uh, people, all ranges of ages. Um, but it's still a nice area. One of my favorite restaurants in the story, of course, is one of my good friend Rocco's in Encontro. Um, it's on 31st and uh, De Mars. 
It's one of the best restaurants. I, I would think one of the best restaurants in the, in New York. What's it called? L'Incontro. L'Incontro. Trattoria L'Incontro. So I'm a, a, it's Italian joint. Oh yeah, it's Italian restaurant. Best. What's the I best? It was Irish. Best, di- best dish there. Best dish there. The best dish has to be the gnocchi with the truffle sauce. Oh. Okay. I now I got one for you. What makes a good Italian restaurant? Like you go, say you're uh you're you're going to Jersey, you go to an Italian restaurant. What makes that restaurant good? Has to be. I would say the the, um, the pastas. The pastas, because like I said, my friend Rocco has a homemade pasta machine. Like he doesn't buy them at the supermarket, Renzi yeah. or what. He makes his own pasta. It's homemade pasta. That's the way makes, it should be, though. which makes it totally different. That's the way totally it should amazing. be. And uh, that's what makes a good Italian restaurant their pasta. Gotcha. Their that's, sauce. Their it's pasta. the way it should be. I'll tell you. Cause I think it's a sauce too. That, oh, that's too. sauce. But again, that's got to be homemade as well. I wanted to ask Joe because you speak and read Italian, correct? Correct. Because ever since Justin went to yes. Italy, the DOCG. Yeah. Yep. So now I always look for this DOCG. Label basically me saying it's the wine is made in Italy or it's it follows the Italian procedure of wine. Yes. Right? So the DOCG is an Italian acronym that basically says that this wine is to guaranteed read. to be from this region, controlled region. I don't know if we need glasses, but it's that blue. It's that blue text, and it's saying something like Denominazione, Denomin, something on the bottom. Okay, this is called uh, Val Porticella. Val Porticella. It's it's a region. It's a region in Italy. Okay. okay. Now, what does it say? Now, on the very, like, right here, this blue, that really tiny blue, it says, Denomin, how do you say it? Denominazione de Controllata Origine Garantita, or something like that. You guys can see that because. <laughs> yeah, let, I, let me see. Let me see. I'm going to be 41 years let old. Let me see if I, if, I can, <laughs> if, I can, if I can read it properly. Maybe you'll tell me what it means, but it's. All right, read it to me. Uh, Denominazione. Dominate the, the domination, yeah. Okay. The orangine controllata. The orangine controllata. It's it's um controlled region. Controlled. controlled region. It's a, it's a control. That's basically what it's saying. It's 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 a providence or controlled region of, of of where where it's made. And then in okay. some, so this one's DOC. There's another one called DOCG, which is garantita, which means like just guaranteed, guaranteed. that it's in a yeah, interesting. But so. So with this I, wine, now I, now I look at wine different because yeah. I, I never used to look at this label. So when I was yes. finding the bottle today, I was like, oh, I got to find this DOC. D-O-C- so there's certain there's certain. I just learned something new today because I didn't know that either. So there's now certain. You know. so yeah, <laughs> when we when we were going to, to when we went to Italy, which by the way, if you haven't been to Italy, I know you've been a few oh, times, no. and I want to hear. Just, I, I feel like hear we st- talk about Italy at least once every I episode. I have to. We have an Italian. <laughs> I got to talk about, it. and I, I want to hear this. I, I want you to tell the story about Italy. Um, okay. But. When we went there, we drink a lot of Italian wines, and there's certain wines that will have that on there. If you get a Super Tuscan, you won't have that because a Super Tuscan, basically, they kind of break all the rules. They can do whatever the hell they want, and it's more of a blend. Mm. But if you have ones like Brunello di Montalcino, Barolos, Chiantis, they'll have that. I always say just look for that because that basically means like that's that's a good bottle. It's guaranteed to be in this controlled environment. As opposed to if it doesn't have the label, then you, you know, there's no guarantees. It might be good, might be yeah. not saying that those are bad, but you have a better shot if you have that label. But speaking of Italy, there's a story about you were in the Amalfi Coast or you were in Positano. Positano. Or... Yes. So you know, tell you us know what story this, we're thinking about. Tell us this story. 486 <laughs> steps to get to the beach from my uncle's house. Four hundred. I'm going to repeat that. 486 steps because I've counted. Was there for two weeks. So steps I know meaning going up and down steps. Up and down. That's uh, for one people way. that don't know Positano. It's like there's no road to get down. You get dropped off at the top, 
And if you want to get down, you got to freaking walk. <laughs> His beautiful house, of course, beautiful, beautiful town. Beaches is amazing. You know, I was there for two weeks. Lost 36 pounds. Why? Because it was 486 steps to get to the beach from my uncle's house. Going down and going up. Going down wasn't a problem. You know, it was, you know, your legs vibrated a little bit. You, you, you know, you, 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 you woke up a sweat, but nothing, nothing was the hell of going up those stairs. You know, and I'm talking about I was a young kid. I didn't smoke. I was in shape, so I wasn't I wasn't heavy as I was now. But it was still 486 steps. Is what's the elapsed steps. time you think going from going oh, down God. and then going up? Going down, I, I was probably down there in about 20 minutes. Wow, about 20 minutes. Going up took about an hour. What took about an hour? I would take I would take breaks. You I would take sit water down. breaks and shit for that. Yeah, huh? it was it was just, because it was not a sta- a straight staircase. It's it's corners. There's there's hills. There's it's roads. It's very small steps. Very big steps. It was it was. It was an experience. So it's 486? 486 steps from his house. So I looked it up. The average number of steps for a flight of stairs is like 13 to 16. So if you do 486 steps divided by 15, four, oh, 486 divided by 15 steps, that's 32 flights. That's like climbing a 30-story building. So Big Joe, when years ago, I was 93, Jeez. I was about 11, So this is still Little so. Capone stage. 30-story yeah. building <laughs> every I, day. I did that, 32 uh but this is the best part. I don't know if I remember telling you guys this. My uncle, the son of a bitch that he was, all right, and I, I, could, I hope he hears this one day. He's very old. He probably doesn't hear this anymore. Um, the last day, was there for two weeks. So he goes, ah, oh, in Italian. He goes, ah, mi ginocchio mi fanno male. He goes, my knees kind of hurt. I'm a little tired. I don't want to go up these stairs to go upstairs to have lunch. So I'm looking at him like, okay. Well, we got to go up the stairs. Call a fucking helicopter. He goes, you know what? Let's take the elevator over here by the hotel. It takes <laughs> us right by the house. Excuse me? I looked at him. I said, what did you just what? I, thought, I turned around to my mother in, in English. I said, what did he just say? Because he said it was all in Italian. I said, what did he just say? He goes, she starts laughing. I says, there's a fucking elevator here. <laughs> and for two fucking weeks, this son of a bitch made me go up. Assist. There is no way he, he didn't do that on purpose. You must have did something to him back in did the you day. Smack him in the back of the head or something. He just wanted to. He wanted to be a wise guy. And uh, oh. well, I never talked to him since. <laughs> oh my! I was really god. pissed off. You know? I haven't talked to him. Oh <laughs> my god! Since, you know? I don't know if I talked to my uncle too. I want to take the elevator. The what? The Excuse me. What'd you say? So that's a, that's like over sixty flights of stairs. Sixty flights. It's thirty. Round it's, trip. 30 it's thirty flights. No, no. Go we there. used to go to the beach every day for two weeks. So that's fourteen days. Oh, do the math. So it's thirty days. flights down, thirty flights up okay. every single day. So sixty times fourteen Let's minus just, the last day going up. That's eight hundred and forty. Sixty. Th- sixty times thirteen for the last day. Right? What'd you say, Just? Well, it's seven eighty then. Damn, engineer junior. Seven eighty. So eight hundred. Right. You, you did eight hundred flights of stairs. How many yeah. flights was? How many flights was in the twin towers? Do uh, we know that? Uh, hundred and hundred and something. Hundred and. 30 or something oh like that. God. So that's something going like, up and down. Something the, like that. It's over 100. I know it's over 100. So that's crazy. So you ever want to get into shape, go to my uncle's house, suppose he thought, I don't want to go up those, down the stairs every day. Did you day think you were Rocky beach. going up those steps? Uh, <laughs> yeah, at the top. I did have I did have Rocky in my, in my head. We had Back then we had Walkman. So I had my Walkman with my tape, but I think I think I had the Rocky. The Walkman. You know what? I was talking to somebody the other day about the walk because I used to have a Walkman in high school. I used to have the book of CDs every day, you know, in between classes. I got three minutes to get to my next class. What song do I want to listen to, right? 
and I remember telling people, I said, and I was talking to somebody who was similar age. I'm 33, and I was like, yeah, I had to walk. Did you ever walk me? He goes, yeah, I had to walk. I said, did you have to hold it a certain way? If you held it a little too, then it, 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 start it starts skipping. skipping. This, you have to hold it a well, certain you're, you're way. Well, you're talking about the, the, the Walkman that's to play CDs. Well, my, my Walkman played cassettes. You had the cassette Damn. Walkman. Okay. A yellow right. one, too. The yellow <laughs> one, yeah, with the little earbud thing. Yeah. I just right, saw right. I saw a video the other day, and it was about LeBron James, and it said LeBron James has been in the NBA this long, and it's him in, him in the locker room pulling out his, his CD Walkman, putting, yeah. out, putting yep. on his premium. I'm like, yep. damn, that's old. He's been in 21 seasons, man. It's wild. Are you but are no. you an NBA, NFL guy? I love sports. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big baseball guy. I'm a big Yankee fan. Okay. Um, a football giant fan. Basketball, the Knicks. Uh, they didn't win the championship in my lifetime, but uh, hopefully one day. Yeah, we're oh, kidding, Jordan kind of. Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny is if Jordan never existed, the Knicks would have had like four championships. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you see, they got they got screwed. They, and the one time he wasn't, they made it and still lost. Dude, they're 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 one of the, like the best team that they've had in a long time back in the nineties. Just happened to be during the Jordan era, right? Like right. it just, right. that, Patrick, it just Patrick, happened to be during the Jordan era. Oh know? yeah. Well, here's a question for you guys. You guys like basketball, right? I, I played I played basketball. Yeah. So. so here's my question to you because I asked this question to all basketball fans. Oh boy, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? I got I like MJ. Okay, I like MJ. Okay. We're gonna open up this can of worms here. He's the he's the basketball buff. They're uh-huh. two okay. So they're two different players in my opinion. Okay. okay. The way they don't play the same way. Michael Jordan had done things that nobody had ever seen. Okay. Right. If you want somebody to score, and I need somebody to score. Um, it's LeBron. It, it, it's Michael. Michael's a scorer. He's not passing the ball. Yes, he can. De- he can defend. He can. Re- he can do all this. He can steal. Right. But he's not going out and putting up a triple double every day. He's going out and he's going to put up forty five, fifty points and have maybe five assists, five rebounds. LeBron is more of a pass first. He can score, but he's going to go out and score thirty points, ten rebounds, ten assists. Mm. Okay. So it's kind of so when you look at when you're comparing like I don't think you should compare LeBron and Jordan. I think LeBron is more like Magic Johnson. They play that way. LeBron's more of a facilitator and making everybody better. Uh, I think Kobe is more like Jordan. That's what I was gonna say. Everyone always forgets Kobe. There's a killer in. I also, I I don't think that. And I'm a LeBron lover, okay? And if you look at some of the stats and if you look at just the sheer, like if you're building a basketball player, LeBron is kind of, is what you build, right? Six foot eight, 265, runs like a gazelle, jumps like a freaking kangaroo, and he can, and he can do everything, okay? But if you're looking at, uh, of, like you just want somebody that has like a literally a killer instinct, it's it's Jordan and, and Kobe. Mm, okay? I agree. I've seen LeBron turn it on a few times and he's unstoppable. I've seen it happen when he was when he has back against the wall against Golden State in the finals and was just unstoppable. Went triple double, went 40-40 triple double and was just So, they're two different types of players. Okay. I think a, a better question is cuz people always ask who's the greatest basketball player of all time. I think it should be who's the best in their position of all time because Michael played the 2, LeBron plays the 3. Different. LeBron also plays the one sometimes. Well, that's so not the question. The question is the question is LeBron. The question is LeBron. Off or the rip, I just say I, I I like MJ. When you got when yeah. you have to make up people talking shit to you to just be the killer, you're a psycho, and to get it done, that's different. Yeah, that's a different it's, breed. Yeah, it's, if it's, I, it's like, it's, oh, this motherfucker right here is talking shit. He's gonna t- he talks about a piece. I'm gonna fucking murder him. Yeah, that's a tough, different man. mentality, bro. Right. I'm more of like a Kobe guy, right? Because I didn't grow up watching LeBron. LeBron. I grew up watching Kobe. Same, okay. same. So I'm more of like a Kobe guy, but. Or I mean, Michael. I didn't grow up watching my but Kobe I mean, number eight, not Kobe number twenty-four. Yeah, dude, it's it's 
Yeah, that's tough. That's a very tough question to answer. And I'm the basketball guy, okay? Yeah. I played all my life, played all through college and everything, and it's that's such a difficult question. I hate when people ask me that because I'm like, I don't do it. I don't know, Oh, I man. apologize. I take it back. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. It's it's a, it's a it's a very hot bit debate. What about, okay, here's another debatable question. Ready? Is it sauce or is it gravy? Oh. <laughs> yeah, then I know how it feels, man. <laughs> It's sauce. To me, it's sauce. The normal, yes. oh, listen, yeah. the normal, listen, gravy is be, it's put on turkey, it's put on the roast beef. It's, 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 it's not sauce. Sauce and gravy are two different things. It's crazy. Thank opinion, you. you. Thank know? you. A lot, of, a lot of people think, though, put some gravy in your pot. No, it's no. It's, it's, it's sauce. It, I, 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 just, I distinguish it one simple fact. Red and, gr- red and brown. Gravy has flour. Sauce doesn't. There you go. I grew up. Gravy has flour. You put gravy on mashed potatoes. You put gravy on turkey. Sauce doesn't have flour. You're making tomato sauce. You're not putting flour in it. I I don't care if you put meat in it. You're not putting flour in there. I still call it sauce. My whole life was sauce until I met my wife and her family. They all call it gravy. What's our What's our buddy's name in this picture over here? From From Italy too, as well. What's his name? The, the bear, Teddy the bear. Uh, oh, was um, um, Dari- Dario. Dario, Dario the bear. Dario so the bear. this picture, that picture right here, that stack, the that top, three one, the top, the top one. Oh, okay. So this um, is our friend Dario, and he's mm-hmm. straight from Italy. He's a I soccer him, player, right? He's a soccer I, player? I think he was a soccer player. I so. so I asked him the same thing, and he said, he said, no, no, no sauce, no gravy, it's ragu. And I was like, oh, oh okay. I said, all right, that's a different. All right, so let me. So, so your whole family's from Italy, right? Everybody's yes. from Italy. Yeah. Which are there different regions that call it different things? Like northern calls it sauce, southern calls it no, gravy. They, no, if you're from Italy, I'm first generation Italian. My mother, my mother was actually born there. My father was born here. My grandparents, my father's parents were born there, but I am first generation uh, Italian. Uh, my mother's from 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 Naples, so I know it's it's the regions of uh, Amalfi Coast. Been there, yep. And uh, my father's Sicilian from Palermo, and uh, they cook it different. They have different ways of cooking their sauce. But if you go up and down the boot. Okay, including Sicily, it's sauce. It's not gravy. It's not going to be called gravy in Milan and sauce in Naples. It's sauce. Azas. So that's got it. That's that's the that it that, it's, you know, it's, confirms it's, it. It's very it's very <laughs> it's so debatable because I grew up sauce, but even, but then I started noticing before my grandma passed away towards the later parts of her years, she would call it gravy, and I'm like, grandma, you, you never used to, and she's all you know she's from she's from Italy. I'm like, you never used to call it gravy. And she goes, yes, I have. I'm like. I grew up with you making sauce. Now you call it gravy. I'm like, what's the switch? You can never give me an answer. But. See, it's funny because see, I'm from, I'm from Germany. My family is from Germany, and we call it's it's gravy. Like they put gravy on everything. Mm. Okay, and that's where it's like, all right, gravy's got flour in it. And then to me, the tomato sauce is, is sauce. Uh, but it's it's funny. You go to Italy. He said that that's got to be that's got to. I'll gotta, give you another little fun fact. Just just because Christmas Christmas has just passed. Christmas Eve. You guys ever heard of the Seven Fishes? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. All the Italians they mm-hmm. say, "Oh, the Seven Fishes have Seven Fishes." I recently find out, I found out that the uh, Seven Fishes is an Italian American thing because Damn. in Italy they didn't have the Seven Fishes. It was ever whatever you, your town or whatever made fish wise on Christmas Eve, but it wasn't Seven Fishes. The Seven Fishes came from Italian Americans that had that had people from different regions of Italy, like like uh, let's say. Like for instance, myself, I'm Navadanish and Sicilian, so we had different fishes that we cooked for Christmas Eve. So all these different regions that cooked, let's say, bacala or calamari in this region, or lobster and uh, eel in another region, they combined that 
in, in the United States, and then that's oh. how they made the seven fishes. Mm. I didn't know that. So it's all these different people that said, I cook it at home. I when I went like in this. Italy, no, I we cook make it this. So now I make oh. it that. And then that's how the seven fishes started, uh, you know, Christmas Eve. All right, so, wow. I'm gonna, so, I'm gonna, so this just popped into my head. Um, there's a restaurant in um, Positano. And I wonder if it if it was if it was there when you were there. I think it's called Shea Black, S C H E Z Black Shez Black, but I think they call it Shea Black. Was is that ring a bell at all? It does not. But I did hear that the restaurant, the most one of the most famous restaurants in Positano, when I went, it changed the name a few times. When I went, it was called Le Tres Sorelle. And uh, do you remember where this restaurant was located? Yes. So down? if you're so Positano, if you're at the water, right? If you're at the water and you're looking at Positano, okay. it's all the way on the left before you kind of go up and around to the other side. It's all well, the way on the left. Well, don't quote me, but the restaurant you're talking about is probably the restaurant that I'm talking about. It just changed names. And it's on, it's like you could, you're sitting at, you can look at the water. It's like yes. on the, yes. okay, maybe that's the Damn. one then. Amazing, I remember eating, and it's funny because I remember going in there and it was packed, packed. Oh, like, yeah. And a lot of famous people go there. They got mm-hmm. pictures and everything. And I remember walking up and I'm, I see this whole line of people and I'm like, honey, and she's starving. I said, "All right, let's just see." So I go up to the guy, um, and I, I, I said it. In Italian. I was really trying to learn Italian. Sto imparando italiano. That's what I kept saying, right? Bro, bro. So I was trying to His learn. His brain Italian. is like a sponge. So I was saying, um, I was saying, um, um, uh, what was it? Uh, un tavolo per due. Is that how you say it? Table for two. The table for two. Per favore. Right. Very good. So I would say it, right? And they obviously knew, like, I'm American. Okay. So they knew, like. But they appreciate, like, I've, I just said it. I said, per favore, you know, un tavolo per due, per favore. And he said, he's like, he looked around, he's like, okay, come here. And he just, and it was packed. Like, there was a wait list and everything. And I just asked him very nicely, please, like, if it's okay, no. He's like, looked around, no problem. He walks over, there's a reserve thing. He takes it off, he tosses it, he goes, please, sit down. I was like, nice. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly goes, what'd you do? I was like, I don't know, I just asked for a table and a time. He's like, no problem. Is it? <laughs> I was like, awesome. I love awesome. that. I love that. Yeah, I can't. My wife has always tried to teach me Italian, and she always says I sound like Chinese or Asian. She's like, just say, come te chiame. I'm like, come te chiame. She's like, no, come te chiame. I'm like, come te chiame. She's like, you sound like you're Chinese. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm saying in exactly. Per- in perfect Italian uh, language, it's come te chiamo. Come te chiamo. Okay, because you're, you're obviously a male. If you're asking a female that question, you would use the A at the end. Uh-huh. Come te chiama. Mm. See, in in the Italian language, in the real Italian language, not dialect, because dialect uh, just confused the both of you right now with dialect. <laughs> totally. Do you totally speak good. a dialect? Do you speak- I speak both dialects. I speak, I I speak. I'm very fluent in Navadon dialect because that's what we spoke mostly at home. I'm I'm fluent in Sicilian dialect, which is totally different from Navadon dialect and totally different from perfect Italian. I also understand a Barese dialect, which does sound like Chinese, you know, because it's a very different region and. They speak very differently. And there's also um, an Abruzzese dialect from Abruzzi. It's, it's totally different. But I know these dialects because I have family members and for friends that are from these regions. But the perfect Italian, if you because I studied in school, uh, the vowels change when you're talking to um, a male or female. If you're, if you're using plural or you're using single, it's, it's very, very difficult to learn. Do you, uh, besides, obviously, Italian tradition, is there any other nationality traditions that you enjoy do you like the irish traditions do you like anything else or is it just straight oh no i love i love other, other traditions um 
Like, you know, I love I, shepherd's pie. Like I'm I'm half Italian, I, so, I, right? I, so I do like shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie is so fucking good. My wife's all Italian, so you know the end all be all is just Italian. And if you don't like anything else besides Italian, she's like she's like you're fake Italian. You know, I'm like, can you make me shepherd's pie? And she's like, I'm guess. fake Italian, okay. <laughs> but shepherd's pie is fucking delicious. Shepherd's pie is is good. Minus the carrots, I don't like carrots. So okay, okay. When I when when I, um, I had an ex that was Irish and her mother was full blown Irish and she made the the best the best <sighs> shepherd's pie and she would know that I didn't like carrots so she wouldn't put carrots in the shepherd's pie. Oh. What about like corned beef? You big corned beef guy? I, I like it. I, I, love, I, I, love, I, love I enjoy it. I'm, eh, I like, it's like it. only on Easter, but like I'll have a little bit of it. Can you cook? Do you cook at all? Oh yeah, I, I know how to cook. All, all right, what's okay? What's your dish? Yeah, yeah. Tell My us dish? your dish. Like, what's your signature? Like, somebody's coming over. You got a like a long, long lost friend that's coming over. For we're him. coming over, Eric you and Justin. And you got, over. you got him. Yeah, we're coming. Over. You got, you make all right. a good day. Well, I make a nice appetizer first, so I'll make a nice, you know, do a nice spread with the. Different types of cheeses. I'll put some rice balls. I know how to make good rice balls. Mm, love a good rice um, ball. You know, that's so well, I always start with that, you know, as, as a nice appetizer. Then, of course, I got to make you guys a nice pasta dish. You got to find out what, what kind of pasta you guys like. Absolutely. Anything. You know, as long make, as it's homemade. We can make a nice uh, cavatelli or we can make a nice uh, garlic and oil. Garlic and oil. Mm. Uh, something very simple, mm. very natural, and very, you know, to the T. So, how um, many courses are we talking here? So, we have. If you're going to come over to my house, I'm going to give you about, about, you know, appetizer, pasta. So we're so we got okay. a little bit of cheese. We got some rice balls, a little pasta. What what we got? Next? And it depends on what you guys like as as far as meat. I can make a nice you know best chicken cutlets. I can make a nice uh, uh, chicken franchise, which was one of my favorites. A chicken masala, you know. Chicken franchise is your favorite. Is one of my favorites. I just I, you can't go wrong. I would take a nice thin, dark, chicken cutlet. I don't I think I don't think there's really thing anything better in this world than a nice crispy thin. You chicken get a cutlet. nice fresh chicken cutlet. Nice no, hot. Oh. oh yeah, the best, the best, dude. Love it. Love I, it. I just it, there's nothing I can eat it every day. Now you're you you, so you work in the Bronx, right? I work, so I work all over, but most well, of the Bronx. So you're in the Bronx occasionally, right? So he does a couple things here, a couple couple things, things there, over couple here, things, over there. How you doing? About a bing, bada Influence a couple of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so today, th- today is Thursday. So if you're ever in the Bronx and you want uh, to visit a nice spot in New Rochelle, which isn't far from the Bronx. It's this place called La Rosa Pizzeria, and it's a it's a pizza spot, really family, old school, right? They have good pizza, but on Thursdays, do you like burgers? Do you like cheeseburgers? Of course. Okay, so on Thursdays only, they do smash. Who doesn't like cheeseburgers? Man? They do smash burger Thursdays. Smash oh, burger Thursdays. Oh, my. I went there last week with my brother-in-law. He's like, I've been here two two times in the last, in the last smash week. Smash burger Thursdays. So you go to this place, La Rosa Pizza in New Rochelle. And on where, where in New Rochelle? Because there's a, I know New Rochelle pretty good. It's, uh, I'll tell you right now. It's right by, um, what, where is it? Uh, I'll tell you right now. And I just went there for the first time uh, last Thursday. And he's like, you got to come on Thursday for the Smash Burger Thursdays. And I'm like, I'm there. And we had, we had pizza and then we had the... And like everyone was there, they're like, all right, everyone's here. Like the burgers are not gonna take like forty five minutes. We might be out of fries. Like everyone was there. So this is Pizza La Rosa on Russell Avenue in New Rochelle. So it's Russell right, Avenue, okay. It's right by what is it right by? It's right by uh it's uh on Main right off of Main Street. You you what's street? okay. What's it right. called again? La Rosa Pizzeria. La Rosa La Rosa. Right. And it's oh my god. I had this I, we had we had rice balls, we had pizza, we had salad, and then the smash burgers came in and I was like do you eat meatballs out? Do you are you a are you a meatball person where you don't eat them out? You only eat them homemade. I like them mostly homemade. I I, I usually if I go to a restaurant, I'm not gonna order a side order meatballs. No, sure. I'll, I'll tell you this. My wife's the same way. She likes her mom's meatballs. You know, she puts the bread in it and everything like that. Yeah. Lorraine's meatballs the best. 
But I took her out for her birthday once to uh, his friend used to manage um, oh, Lavo. Lavo. Yeah. And right. the dish there was just a giant meatball. And she's like, oh, wow. she's like, oh, are you sure you want to get it? I'm like, Marissa, trust me. I won't steer you wrong. And she still talks about it to this day. This was years ago. She goes, the only meatball I'll eat outside of my mother's house is at Lavo. You know they're closing it down? Is. No. Yeah. That restaurant's Have you ever been down. there? Never been there. What's so, so special uh, about the meatball? It's it's first of all it's ginormous, but it's the sauce and it's just the it's just the ingredients inside. I couldn't. Ginormous, they, is that a real word? Yeah, yeah. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the size of a softball. It comes in this little tiny cast iron skillet, it's uh, and it's meatball. got. So it's, like a, it's a big meatball, but they they use um, they use three different types of of meat. They use a uh, um, a veal. They use. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they use okay. a veal, uh, a pork, and I think that's what makes it good. They use a veal, a pork, and they might even use like a Kobe beef as well. But it's like it's, a thirty dollar meatball. It's nice. It's good. <laughs> but yeah, they were, I heard that they were closing that that place down. But yeah, here it is. This is what it looks like. Let's check it out. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! It's good. It's, it's good a whole stuff. meal in itself. With the ragotta what, cheese. What, on, oh, that's ragotta. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. it's good that's, stuff. That looks really good. So my wife was like, and she, and she just brought up the other day. It's made me think of it. She's like, the only meatball I have is if we go to Lavo. And I'm like, Phew. and this place is closing down, you said? I, yeah, I don't know when, but I heard. I don't know if How it's, far is this place from here? It's in Manhattan. So it's it's up by. Oh, it's uh, not in Long Island? No. No, it's Manhattan. All right. So what's, so, so what's uh, your go-to Restaurant. You had said it was your was it my my, my your buddies. Yeah. Now, how far away is that? Is that in a in? It's in a story. It's about five minutes away from my house. That's like so. We're <laughs> so we're coming. To, if we come to the story, to come. Oh, that's dinner, the restaurant to go. That's to, where yeah. we're going. To? Absolutely. Right. We Absolutely. have to schedule something because I'm getting. I'm hungry. Now there's I'm hungry. there's right. a there's a bar in Queens that I've wanted to. I, I'm in Queens pretty frequently, but the the original bar from Goodfellas is still open in Queens. I forgot where it is. I notated it on my map somewhere. Do you know where that? Have you ever been there? Do you know where it is? I, I, the bar. The bar itself. The, the bar that they. The bar that they light a match with the, with the pink Cadillac. With the pink Cadillac. I believe that's in Howard Beach. It's uh, the one where they light a match and they, you know, no, that's the that's, bust the joint out. That's no, that's the that's the restaurant. Look like you decorating the Christmas tree. Oh, you know don't. <laughs> oh my. See, was you and your fucking mouth. <laughs> Me love, and my fucking. I love that movie, man. There's so many good oh lines in that God. movie. So many good lines. And the car's cold. Get the fuck out of here. You won't fuck a woman up. Get out of here. Make coffee. Make that coffee to go. You know, speaking of that, speaking (laughs) of Rocky, right? So I I read the book, The The Laftanza, about Henry Hill. He he was a co-author on this book, The Laftanza Heist. Oh, yeah. And... in the in the book, he was talking about not the not the major but not the major uh, uh, robbery they did that was like millions of dollars. It was the one before they made like four hundred grand, and they're like, yeah, you know, so it's gonna be a good summer. That, that was yeah. also in the movie. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you it, know, it, my the, dad knows the guy that gave him that. Who doesn't? Everyone knows that. My guy. dad worked at Lufthansa for thirty years. Oh, that's I right. asked my there dad. I'm like, because it's funny. My dad was he he was supervisor of cargo in his later years. Mm-hmm. So I'd ask my like, dad, did you uh, did you know the Oh, that's because you were in super. You were in cargo, and that's a cargo ship. That's what he. My dad would tell me about planes. He goes, "We used to ship cash." Like he goes, because it was all cargo. He goes, "We used millions and millions." He would tell me, "He goes, million dollars and hundred dollar bills weighs about twenty two kilos or whatever it is." And uh, so I told him, I said, I "Asked me, do you did you know?" He goes, "I wasn't in supervised. I wasn't in cargo at the time." He goes, but I knew the guy who, like, I knew I didn't know him like personally, but I knew, I knew of him. I knew him. a guy. I knew a guy. He's like, I knew of him, and I like. <laughs> Before I was interrupted by Justin. Yeah, so I was adding to the story. Okay. As you always do. I was adding. So Love when these guys. <laughs> the best. Justin, you know, I got, sometimes I got to reel them in sometimes because we get them going. I get excited. I'm like, ooh, I got a piece of the story I could add. So, but when that first, that first robbery where they walked away with like 400 grand, they, uh, Henry was talking about in the book, as we're in the van with all the cash, we're all pumped up excited. 
the Rocky theme song, Flying High. He's like, they came on the radio. We're speeding away, and we're all re- listening to Flying Higher. And I was like, wow, that's such a, <laughs> that's such a little fun fact. I would never think of that. They don't put that in the movie. No, no of course not. No, but no. in the book, that's why you got to read the book. But it's Neil's Tavern. That's that's the bar. Neil's it's, Tavern. It's uh, Where, 78th Street in Queens. Woodhaven, I think it is. Oh, Woodhaven. Oh. Um, let me see. That's uh, got to be far That's from like by Howard Beach. Yes, yeah, Woodhaven it, leads into Cross Bay Boulevard, which is Howard Beach. Right outside Highland Park, it looks like. Highland Highland Park. Highland Park and Forest Park Golf Course, right here. Oh, oh, I know exactly what that is. That's on that's on Woodhaven, and that's basically. So they look. It's, it's still. I mean, it's still there. You can. It still looks like Goodfellas. I mean, we gotta go there. Man. I mean, Robert De Niro's standing right there. You know. Oh, is that the? That's the bar where he stabs him in the neck with the pen. Yeah, you know. And the, no, that's, the pink that's, Cadillac. That's it's casino. Christmas. You got your movies. Mixed oh, what well, is that? The same bar though. <laughs> what? That looks like the same bar in Casino where he stabs a guy in the neck. Uh, I don't know about that. I know about Goodfellas, but. Maybe. No, I, no, that is. It, it looks similar, but I don't think no, so. No, that is Goodfellas. When the guy is like, "Oh, why don't Goodfellas. you go get your fucking shine?" Yes, box? yeah, Goodfellas. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then he comes back. He's, he's like, "Make sure he doesn't leave." And he sta- and he you kills said him. him with a pen, though. No, no that's, but that's he... casino when he stabs him with the pen. You said pen. Did I say pen? Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I meant the part where he says, <laughs> yeah, "Go yeah, get your go fucking shine box." box. Yeah, it's the yeah. Same and bar. then he comes back and beats the shit out of him. Yeah, right, right. Keep that motherfucker here. Keep that motherfucker here. Okay. So that's the scene I was talking about. I think. I think some number like fucking shine box kid. Yeah, Billy Bats. Billy Bats. Billy Bats. He goes, "I didn't want to get blood on your floor." That's the bar. Yes. Right. Neil's Tavern. So I think I think Neil's Tavern is like seventy eight percent of the bar scenes in that movie. Some some strange number like that, but yeah, it still exists. What is what is he what is he killing with in that movie in that scene? They I'm drawing a blank. They just beat the shit out of him. They just beat stomp. the shit out of him. They don't yeah. kill him. Well they, well, they were hitting him with a handgun. They were hitting him with the handgun. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and a handgun broken. Yes. And I think he was meant, he was going to shoot him in the face. What happened was he, Robert De Niro kicked the gun, and the gun just fell apart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then that, and he was still alive in the trunk. You know, that's, that's, that's How he beginning. died was how he, when he stabbed him. Yeah, you know? classic, classic. Oh, yeah, when he's in the back of the trunk, and he's, you know, yeah. what the fuck is that? Neil's Tavern. Well, sp- speaking about books, just really quick, I'll mention that whole that whole scene was real. It was a real event that happened. And, and what happened was that he was part of the Gambino family, the guy Billy Bats, in real life. And Tommy was actually killed by John Gotti because... I've heard that Gambino. because of that. You're, I, you heard that, I, right? I, I, I read that. Yes, that's what yeah. I, I should say. I read so that's that. the real yes. reason why, like it, in that's, the movie, they whack the movie Tommy. They, whack Tommy, right? but they said it, you're going to get made, but they right. whack him. But in reality, he he wasn't supposed to do that, like it says in the movie. And and the fun fact is that John Gotti actually had him killed. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I've, I've I've definitely heard. And that. Tommy in real life wasn't the Tommy Joe Pesci played. Tommy in real life was a it really was a big tall. Boy. Big guy, Tommy really? DeSimone. Yeah. DeSimone, yeah. yeah. So he does his reading. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, what's the what's the thing about? Um, isn't there a link with uh, uh, like the Four Seasons with that guy Tommy? Isn't and Joe Pesci? Isn't there a link yes, somewhere? Tommy Tommy DeVito, right? Was it Tommy DeVito? Uh, There's a link of somewhere like the guy, like the in the movie, the in 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 the Four Seasons movie, the Jersey Boys, the Jersey Boys oh, movie, oh, right. Four Seasons, the movie, guy yeah. that like he's just jumping from movie to movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but there but there was a <laughs> link. I heard, I read some story, and I, I'm trying to remember the link. But in the movie Jersey Boys, there's a guy that is is kind of like their, I don't know, like their little weasel guy that he's like made the connection for him. That's and it Joe turns Pesci. Out, that's Joe Pesci. Yes, that's Joe yes. Pesci in real life. Real yes. life Joe Pesci. Yes, yes. Life's yes. Joe Pesci. yes. yes. that is correct. Okay, so no correct. connection to like the Goodfellas right. movie, but connection to Joe Pesci. Exactly. Yeah, Frankie that was really that, him. That guy actually worked for Joe Pesci when Joe Pesci became famous. He actually started working for Joe Pesci. That's right. I read, I read it something like It all that. happened in Jersey. A lot of yeah. fucked up things happened in Jersey. <laughs> you know? 
Yeah, a lot of you know, a lot of good history facts. Yes. Yeah, I w- I've always I been... love those fun facts. Those oh, little, love, love I love, love hearing it. about it that makes stuff. things so much better. But I've always been I wouldn't say a, a mafia historian, but I, I always took a lot of interest in just that lifestyle, just how much power they had. Like the mafia, oh, yeah. the, you know, I the, just liked how they the, always dressed well. During always. World War Two, the government went to Lucky Luciano. Or World War Two, World War One. It was World War Two, World War Two, and they, they went to Lucky Luciano to invade Sicily. Uh, they weren't able to invade Sicily unless yes, they went. You know, <laughs> find that one fact bizarre that the you know the military, the government went to Lucky Luciano and said, "Hey, we want to go into Italy, but we can't get in. I, you know, you got to connect. Can you hook it up?" And I'll tell you another fun fact: when it comes to government and the mob, the government actually tried to the CIA and the mob actually tried to to kill Castro. During the, during the Kennedy years, oh, wait. They, the government uh, went to the mob they, and said, they, "We need you to." They want they were they were coinciding to to assassinate Castro. They wow. they wanted the mob's help because the mob had <laughs> casino and and a lot, millions and millions of dollars invested in Cuba. So yeah. when Castro took it over, that was all gone. So they wanted revenge too. So the government said, "Let's go to the mob," and they actually uh, were conspiring to kill Castro. Wow, never trying did, to hire a uh, hitman. Wow, right? Can you imagine that. Wow, yeah. and that that's just and that's something they won't tell you. And that's just what, what I mean. Like I mean the. It was obviously way different back in that day, but yes. it was it was more uh, inclusive and you know a little more gentleman and classy like. But it's just bizarre, like some of the things that they were able to do. I mean, a lot of the mafia movies has got is one reason why I like Cigar so much. I just because uh, I, I got into cigars just because of Paulie. What happened? I said Paulie from uh, Goodfellas. Oh yeah, well it's always like that. Yeah, he's always <laughs> smoking a cigar. See what I mean, Joe? He's interrupting me again. You know, you know what I mean? See what I deal with on a daily basis? That's, but that's why you guys work together uh, so well. I know. I got a big mouth, man. <laughs> you know, it's good. At, put a microphone in front. It doesn't stop. Going. It's good. It's good sometimes because sometimes I don't feel like always talking. I can always just rely on Justin just to you know do the legwork. But, you know, I always like cigars because of what it resembled. I always like the guys in the suits, whether it's mafia guys, business guys. It always reminds me of like success and then. Put a suit on in front of a cigar. I'm like, man, those guys look cool. And well, that, you, you say you like to read. There's a book. There's a book that um, he passed away recently too. Um, How to be a gentleman. Like it's it's a, it's a book he wrote. Uh, one of the mob uh, characters. I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. I'm sorry. Um, I can Google it. I'll Google it while you light your cigar. While you think about it, it's uh, called How to Be a Gentleman. Is that right? I'm just trying to think of the actor's name who recently passed away. Wow. He played he played Phil in uh, in Sopranos. What's oh that uh, yes, Phil uh, from. I'm drawing a blank. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, his name is going to pop right in my head as soon as you say it. Um, he was on the he was on the cover of Cigar Aficionado too at one point. Right. Um, no, hold on. It's he just passed away. Yes, hold on. I'm going to find it. But while Justin looks it up, uh, another interesting book was talking about Bonanno, right? Uh. uh it was Phil, Phil Leotardo. Phil, yeah, that was his name. Who plays that was his him. character? Uh, who plays Phil? Frank Vincent. Frank, Frank Vincent. Frank yes. Vincent. Now look up his book. Now he wrote a book that Frank Vincent. It, 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 it's a great book. If you haven't yeah. read it, you got to read it. And I think oh, I, a guy, a guy's guide to being a man's man. There you go. There's okay. the book. And his face is on the cover of that book. Yep, here it is. Let me see. And, and Amazing. With a cigar. Yes. Okay, that's the picture I'm thinking of. All right, okay. maybe not yep. a cigar aficionado. All right. It, so go on. Oh no, it's, it's, just, it's a great book. He teaches you how to be a man, how to how to smoke a cigar, how to how to how to talk to women, to be an old school, respectful gentleman. Yeah. You know, a guy's guy. A guy's a guy. guy's guy. Sure. <laughs> Lord knows we need a whole lot more. I think. I think and more a, people should be reading that book nowadays. Oh, I'll tell you. Really sure. And there's, I think there's a clip of him. And it's probably talking about his book, but he's talking about like. 
today's this was back I guess maybe when he wrote his book, but how guys in general today in age today's age they're just not it's not the same anymore. They dress different, they act different, they do Dude, a lot of different things differently. Like how our fathers and grandfathers grew up. The style today is like I know, which brings brings yeah. back to what I was saying before about myself that people gravitate because I I don't want to say I I emulate that image or I try to be that image. I just the way I dress or whatever, the way I talk. It's or what comes with it. That's, that's what they gravitate yeah. to. Like they, they miss that that old style. Like Joe has Joe has something. He's he's something different. He's not the the guys that are doing the, the feud reviews and the, the the people that are unusual on social media. He just he has something different about him, and and it's true. It's, it's I have that that little bit of old school because I came from the generation of you know before the computer and after the computer. Like I'm like basically before the internet mm. and after the internet. So I'm in between. So I experienced it. When when we first started, and I experienced it before we you know we had these headphones, yeah. so it's just like it's that's what they that's what they mean they like they like you know yeah that's what I think like like I, I said that our generation is the last of the go outside like, and play before, yeah right. the go outside and play exactly yes because you know when I was in high school I you know I didn't the first phone I got I was a junior in high school and it wasn't this. It was a prepaid like Nokia, Nokia that I it was my, my mother said, the only reason you're getting this is because now you're going to be going to like travel like you're going to be after school hours and stuff. You need a ride. You call me on this. Oh, yeah. that's it. That's it. Remember, you're not, you're not texting asked, your friends. You're not on the Internet. You're not doing any this of that. is prepaid and it's cost me 25 cents a call, whatever it is. And you got to you got five dollars for the month like that's make it last. And that's make the yes. Yeah, right? Make it last. OK. And if you're out, then guess what? You can use your own money. Go work. Get a card. Put it back. How is it? How is it? You have a son, right? Yes. So, how is it raising a son? You know, with tel- with cell phones, internet, YouTube. Oh, it's it's. it's, it's does he have I'm a cell sure, phone? I'm sure it's, it's not. I'm sure it's not the same way you it's, did. It's it's not up. cheap. That I tell you. You know, <laughs> like, look, I just for Christmas he just got his first Apple Watch. Oh boy. You know, after uh, when he graduated, they uh, don't sell Apple Watches anymore. They're kaput. Do you know that? I heard something about that this Apple morning. Watches actually. are no more. They make no more Apple Watches. Why is that? What happened? So again, our our friend Tommy Tommy G, who was an Apple guy, I said, hey, you know, I heard some of these things with Apple, like you know, they stole technology from uh, from oh. uh, a different company, and he said, what did he say? He said like uh, conflict uh, conflicting ideas or something like that. Can, but yeah, conflict of interest, maybe something like that. That's so probably they, the legal term. But they don't make Apple watches anymore, so it could be you know, it could be a nice. Uh, oh wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Tell him you know, put that back in a box. And, and don't touch I'm it for to, twenty years. About, if he's watching, if he's watching, I'm going to steal that. <laughs> that Daddy su- made a mistake. You know yeah. what? Put it back in the swatch. <laughs> so it, you know what's interesting? It's funny that he's like, okay, so like it irks me. Is on top of the people that are wearing the suits now and sneakers that really oh, irks me. Okay, but when people wear suits Bad with move. Apple watches, I don't know why. I go, it doesn't go. You know it what? Doesn't you know what go, me? man. Suits and backpacks. No, yeah. that's, 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 that's that's New York. No, that's, can't do that, right? You can't do it. Go. It yeah. irks. It's like, all right, you're putting a suit on. A, okay, a if you're putting a suit, right, a briefcase. That, first no, of all, right, that, you know? put a nice pair of shoes on, okay, and take the Apple Watch. Put on a nice. It doesn't have to be expensive, okay. Like this watch is not expensive. Okay, it's a freaking Instagram watch, okay. It's not expensive. Put a nice, classy black leather watch, white face, or with a black suit. Get mm. the Apple Watch off. They go, oh, well, the Apple Watch is more. This is fan. Yeah, they say the same thing about the sneakers. You know how much these sneakers cost? I don't give a fuck. How much I don't they care, cost. man. You don't I, wear sneakers with a suit. You don't no, wear sneakers man. with a suit. Okay. Man. Speaking of sneakers, I just gave my cousin, who's 18, 19, so I had these Air Jordan Gammas. 
exclusive Jordan sneaker. Um, I was never a sneaker guy, but these one pair of shoes, my buddy, oh, my shout out to my buddy Joe Body. He always had these in Jordans, and I was he had millions of pairs of shoes like you, and he never wore them. I'm like, hey, let me get those. And he's like, no, 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 let me get those. No, 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 no. So over after a, co- a couple of years, he gave them to me. I'm like, wow, these black and teal Jordan gammies. These are like a four dollar pair of shoes. This and that. I wore them maybe a handful of times over the past few years. And then my 18 year old cousin, he's like, Eric, I like the way you dress. You know, uh, you know, I have like the long tan uh, winter coat. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, nice I like when peacoat. You, yeah, yeah. The Pico. He's like, I like the way you wear those. He's like, you got those Jordans, those gammas. Those are the freshest things I've ever seen. So for Christmas Eve, I'm like, eh, let me just give them to him. So they look brand new. I gave him and you would have thought like I gave him a million bucks. Oh, he was sure. like, he sure. was like, yo, are you serious? Uh, I will take so good care of these. This and that. I said, all that I want from nice you. All I want from you is when the first time you wear them out, I just want to picture with them on. I just want to see yeah. you wear them. And, and it a, better not be with a suit. Better not be with a suit. <laughs> and then the next day, my buddy Joe, who gave me those shoes, sent me a, a tweet. And it says, the original Gammas came out $185. Brand new today, $800. Oh. And I was like, God damn it. I can't <laughs> motherfucking shoes away. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the kids today, I want to hear more about your son. But, like, they're all about the sneakers, the YouTube, the, 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 yeah, the phones. Yeah, it's, 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 it's all electronics or, or, or like, the, the sneakers. Well, actually, my son's not a really that not the sneakers. He's only 10. So it's he's not the big uh, sneaker frenzy yet, but electronics he is like he has to have the best iPhone, the best this, the sure. best that, you know. And it's, uh, when I grew up, at his age, I didn't even have a beeper yet. Okay, <laughs> I was happy with the Etch a Sketch, Legos, Lincoln Logs, uh, you know, Lincoln Logs, yeah, yeah. The, the, the toy guns with the, the the cops and robbers, the the, the toy rifles, the snap guns. They used snap to make guns, the, the snap, cap, yeah. cap guns. Cap guns, they called. Yeah, them. yeah. yeah. I yeah. love that. The cap guns. Cap guns. Yeah. They had the little like the little ring. It had like yeah, six actually, little, little yeah. smoke came out of it when yeah. you shot it. Yeah. To scare my mother the shit out of my mother in the kitchen. And they had the same ones they used to come in uh, in a little bag. The poppers you used to throw them down at people. That's what I was fun when I was his age. Now I I introduce him to this stuff. I I tell him this stuff. He's looking at me like, I'm bored. I'm bored. You know. I say you were born bored. I said. You're is born is there anything when you're talking to your son, you're like, what? What did you just say? What? What's the, what's the new thing going on? Oh, yeah. It's just uh, now this is, is uh, they're big YouTubers. Yeah. His generation, I guess. You know, And they talk about these these dumb shows, this new thing called Billy. Now he's into this show, Billy. It's Billy. Basically, basically, this guy, Billy, he's an obnoxious kid to his parents, to his teachers in school. And uh, I don't even know why he's watching it. And uh, he, he emulates Billy, but not only him, him and his friends, they, they role play it. They act it out. And they're like, Billy, don't listen, to, don't listen to the teacher like that. Billy, close the door. And I'm watching these, I don't want to say these idiots role play an idiot that's on, on YouTube. And I'm looking I'm like, this is this is the generation that's going to take care of us. It's scary. It's scary. And it's, you know, it's, it's so I, I there's, a, there's a part of me that hopes because I, like I said, we're the last generation of that. Eric said, "Go outside and play." Okay? Right, right. I remember being a kid, and when my mother said, "When street light comes on, you come home." Right, street lights on, you come home. As soon as, that's like the bell. That's like you have an alarm on your phone. That's the alarm. Street light comes on. It's time to come home. Dinner's ready. But I, I, I there's part of me that wishes because they always say that things come in cycles, right? And a lot of like the fashion that was you know big back in like the 1920s, 1930s, where everybody's wearing suits, it kind of slowly comes back, like things come back into style. Yeah. yeah. Part yeah. of me wants that type of environment for to come back. I feel like it's a bubble. I feel like at one point all this stuff that we think is crazy 
for young generations, it's going to pop. Like, just within general. I feel like we live in a very, very weird time just in general. It's a very weird time. Everything that's going on. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah it's a very, you have to yeah. watch what you say. You have to be very careful Crazy. doing this. I, yeah. That, I it's can't such at a fast pace. It's like eventually, eventually, like you said, the bubble will pop. The pace will die. I mean, it's only so fast. It's only I so, hope so. so fast you could go. Before it gets, we get taken over by this. Like right. we don't exist anymore. It's, I mean, perfect example is, is, rec- is records, right? Go back in like the the twenties or thirties. You had records, yeah. right? Even like up into the seventies, you had records. That's what you'd play. You'd have a, a record player. You'd put a record on, mm-hmm. record on. Yeah. And then it goes into like the cassettes, the CDs, and now it's MP3s. Everybody's got an iPod. Or the iPod came out. Now it's everybody's on your phone. Now you can access any stream. Right. But the records are kind of almost that nostalgia coming back in. People want to get records now. And records have a little bit of a pop. And I, I kind of hope that some of those things come back in where the nostalgia kicks in and people want to start doing those. Because I, it's it, it's crazy. It, it is. It, it's not, I, I So my full-time gig, I'm an insurance broker, right? Okay. Part of my business, I go I walk into businesses like, you know, like how people used to. You what know, type of insurance do you do? Property and casualty, commercial. So a lot of construction. Remind me to talk to you after the podcast. You got it. I'll talk to you. There you go. So there you go. Business deal. So, Cigars done. But a part of my bit, like I said, I'm in Queens. I'll find a, I'll find a couple blocks in Queens. I'll go up and down the blocks, and I'll just walk into offices. And like people our age and even older, they're like, "You have an appointment? Or, or what are you doing? What are you doing here?" I'm like, "No, I'm just in the neighborhood. I just had a meeting. I just wanted to draw for business cards. You know, I'm not sure if you work with other." They look really strange. Like, yes. Yeah. And I call. And I remember shaking one girl's hand. She's like. I'm like, you don't really get a lot of people walking in your bit in your store anymore, right? Or a building. She's like, no, like this is so. She said, this is so weird. And I'm like, well, you know, why? B- before this is what people, people conduct business. People don't go out anymore. It's crazy. It's scary. People don't go out anymore. They don't. They don't act with each other. It's it's it, it. That's that's. I get a lot of my business from doing that, from showing up in person, because like you have, you're forced to talk to somebody. Like I call people, they can just hang up, or you can go on a Zoom and just hang up. But while I'm in front of you, you have to at least. Engage with me for a couple yeah. seconds, yeah. and it's bizarre. It's uh, that happens it's so crazy. in um, in so every year or twice a year, my alma mater has a career fair where they have all these co- companies come in okay. and they set up booths and they tell you about their company. And they have students that come up that want to get an internship or get a full time job, and it's amazing. And and it's actually with I work with his father, and you wouldn't believe the amount of kids that I always say. It's simple. You have five seconds. It's the first in- first impression. You have five seconds. I'll tell you whether or not you even have a shot at getting the job. Okay. And it's very simple. You walk up to the table and you say, hi, my name is Justin. Very nice to meet you. What's your name? Look me in the eye. Firm handshake. My name is so-and-so. Very nice to meet you. Thank you for the opportunity. Right. Takes five seconds. Mm. Ninety Over 95% of the kids don't do that. They give you some limp dick handshake they don't look at your eyes they look down they're mumbling and i get it that you're nervous but that's not that there should be no nervous about that that is a very simple thing look me in the eye shake my hand introduce yourself I'm sure you. I'm sure so you feel the same way. So many kids don't do that. But there's nothing more than, oh. than, than when someone goes, "Hey, how you doing?" Yeah, and they give you this little like. I, I, I call it the dead fish. The yeah, dead fish. Dead fish. Like, what do you want me to kiss your finger? No, I'm not. No, <laughs> like I see got big dudes, brolic, you know, big muscles, and I'm like, "Hey, what's going on, man?" And they just like, hey. and I'm like, "What the fuck just happened?" You know what I do with those? I like they give you that. I grab their fingers and I. Get a little squeeze because I got a firm. I'm like, yeah, yeah. and I look at them. I pull them in. Hey, hey, reaction. Look me yeah. in the eye, man. It's bizarre, man. That is, that, that they is do bizarre. one. Of the, uh, like, I'm not gonna kiss it, dude. Look me in the eye. What's your name? 
And it, it actually makes our job easy because 95% of them are like, done. Take the resume. I don't care. Bottom of the pile. You got no shot. You're in, this is a sales position. You need to be able to talk to people. Okay. Well, that's the whole thing, you know. And, and but now the whole the whole generation is changing how you talk to people. It's, it's like wild. It's, it's 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 nuts. Like, and I you know. guarantee, I said, if I took that person, I put him in another room and said, text me, they they would be flooded with oh, words. Phenomenal. They would yeah, be yeah, able to yeah. take no problem. This not. So, but my that's not my fat, my dad would oh like made me always do always made me do the most uncomfortable things when it came to doing jobs. He's like, shake someone's hand firm. I remember going interviewing when I was 16, like interviewing for a job at Costco to work in the warehouse. I shook this guy's hand and he's like, oh, nice handshake. And I was like, whoa, it works. It like, works. Like, oh, <laughs> holy shit. And he's like, all right. He's like, I'm like, I'm going to email this guy. He's like, no, call him. All right. I'm going to, no, no, no. Go there and ask. And I'm like, I don't want, I don't care if you're uncomfortable. Do it. It makes you stand out. I'm like, all right. And all these, all these things I learned is, you know, what I still do today. And people are like, you do what? I'm like, I just do basic human interaction. Right. Hey, they, that's what it is. They, they're missing that. They're missing that, that whole, whole, because they don't go out. They don't interact. Mm. You know, they're always behind a computer screen. It's, 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 it's you know, it's scary. It, I it hope is, it comes back. I hope there's, I know, hope that does come back. Well, you know, know what, what's good is that there's a generation, there's the guys like us that are going to be having kids. Like, I guarantee you're going to teach your son. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Handshake. Man. Look me in the eye. All right. Talk to people. No, get off the phone. Let's have a conversation right now. And there's guys like us that are going to teach. The young, the young generation, wow. our young men and young women. On like my wife has got a firm hand. She's from Texas. Firm handshake, same thing. She's like, just because I'm a woman, no, I'm a look you now. Shake your hand, like, yeah. and it's we're t- we're gonna we're gonna be the people that teach those kids because I don't know if anybody else is doing. What, it. There's gonna be the selection uh, of us that are gonna do hope, that. Let's hope that we let's uh, hope. We, we conquer that. Uh, but, uh, what's some of the What's some of the things you're looking forward to to teaching your son as he's growing up? Because he's ten, like I think you said. He's ten years old. Yeah, I mean, he, actually, he's actually starting next year. He's gonna start uh, junior high school. Is that your only your only kid? My only son. Yeah, and um, I teach him. I, I, I teach him how to be respectful of people, respect your elders. You know, he's a little bit of a wise ass. He learned a few bad habits from friends from school. Well, you, you were know, a little bit of a wise ass too when you were younger too, well, right? Big wise. That's a little payback. It <laughs> is a little payback, yes. But uh, you know, I, I. But but let me tell you something. When my father looked at me, and I was doing something wrong, all he had to do was look at me. Yeah, I stopped. Yep, I stopped. I was very scared of my father, and I'm I'm fi- I'm five times the size of my father now, and I'm still scared of him. And he was scared of his father like that because his. I, I was. I don't remember I told you guys last time. My grandfather was a boxer. He was a big, tough guy. My father's father. And uh, to the day he died, my, my grandfather died when he was like 80, I think he was 82 years old. My father was still scared of his father. Just from that look, because he didn't play around. Now, do I have that, going back to your question, do I have that to my son? Yes and no. He knows that I'm I'm gullible with him. I, I You know, he, he, I, 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 I spoil him. But he does know when I give him a look, like when I, when I he knows when mm. I'm upset, he'll stop. He doesn't do it with his mother, though. His mother, as much as she tries, he doesn't have that. He's not. He's not scared of his mother. He's scared of me because when I when I when I mean business, when I look at him and I'm not smiling, he knows. All right, I, I gotta stop. It's like I pushed it too far. Yeah. But when I'm not around, he takes advantage of that from his mom, and that's we're trying. We're trying to work on that. But. I mean, that's he's a little, little high head, right? A little ten year old. You know? a, yeah, you know, he has. A, He's a That's most boys. You know, most boys. Not to mention that you know all his friends at school follow me. So you know, going to pick him up from school is like a, an old deal. They go, oh, Big Joe, Big Joe. So he has his head, his head's gassed up. Yeah, like, my yeah. father's Big Joe Gambino. Yeah. You know? So he goes around shrugging his stuff and says, you know, Joe, you can't be, be humble. Daddy's humble. You got to be humble. Right. You know? Don't show off to your friends. You know, pretend that you know, you know, 
Not everything's like, a big hey, deal. Simmer it down a little bit. Don't you know? disrespect the family name. Right. Okay. <laughs> you're a Gambian. Don't disrespect you don't, it. Don't. Okay? Uh, don't. You know. You're ten years old. I don't even <laughs> think you guys should be following me. But anyway. <laughs> That that's pretty, that's a and that's another wild dynamic, you know. Is, like your son's ten year old friends follow you, so it's like yeah. they already have some kind of connection to you. Like you know, I barely knew my friends' fathers. Like I know some of them, but like you know, they're you're in their face. Yeah. Could be twenty four seven if they watch you mm-hmm. all day every day. And I, that, I I come up on some kind of news feed or into all social media platform. Uh, one way or another, they're gonna see my face. I'm yeah. always popping up. You know, if they're watching TV, they're gonna see Big Joe Gambino you on know? the Kia commercial. You no, know, oh, it, it's is. kind of it's kind of funny. <laughs> I, I again, I was uh I was working in uh, one of my offices here on Long Island, and uh, we had a big like big end of the year meeting, and one guy who works for us, but he's up in the uh, Massachusetts office. So I'm talking to him. And uh, he's an Italian kid, and he's like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "I just I saw you. I saw you on Instagram, uh, you know, interviewing one of those Italian guys." And I, originally, I thought it was uh, Chris Colombo because we had Chris Colombo okay. interview a couple a couple months ago. I'm like, "Oh yeah, it was Chris Colombo. You know, Joe Colombo's dad." And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah. And as we're talking, he pulls up the Instagram. He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "This guy." And I was like, "Oh, me, big oh, big Joe." And he's like, "Yeah." I was on his Instagram. I'm like. Wait, that's Eric, and I was like, "Yeah, that's me." And I'm like, <laughs> such a it's that's such social a, media, man. It's, I'll tell you, yeah. it's a blessing and a curse. It it's is. A, it's a it blessing is. and a curse. You said it, said it right in the right? right head. It's a blessing and a curse. Yep, say it, it all the time. Depends yeah. on how you use it. Yeah, right. If you sit there scrolling all day long, that's the curse. But if you use it to be able to connect with different people, and like our show can can go global, and you can meet with people, you get a key commercial. Like that's the beauty of it. And mm-hmm. I, I got to be careful who I'm nasty to now, because you know, not that I'm a nasty person, but like in like in traffic. If we give you an example, last week. I'm in Brush Avenue in the Bronx. I'm going onto the White Stone now. There's these traffic cops, right? That the, 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 are stopping, the, you know, directing traffic, right? There's a, a a left lane to turn left, and the traffic cop is standing right in the middle of the lane. But it's green. Why are you standing there? You're not stopping me, but you're standing right in the place. So I, I'm, I'm looking at him. I'm inching up to him. I'm about, about to, to, to get out. I open the window. I said, but why the fuck are you standing where I have to turn? What are you doing? Aren't you, don't you know how to do your job? He looks at me. And he starts smiling. He starts laughing. And I'm about to say, what the fuck are you laughing? He goes, Big Joe. Oh, my God. Yeah, then, you know, it's, it's so <laughs> true. Traffic cop. Tra- I, I, what else? I, I had to smile and laugh, roll my window up, and just, just try to roll. <laughs> no, you should have no, you should have smiled, shake his hand. Yeah, nice to meet you. Now get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> so, you know, I got to be careful. Even... even police are recognizing me. It's, uh, yeah, for you, I, that's a, it's such an interesting concept of just like everyday life like you said you have to be careful who you what you do to people because you're pretty recognized at least in the tri-state area for sure yeah. and, and it's, I mean, it's, it's 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 to the point that even like you know every, every everybody recognizes me now it's 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 like it's kind of scary it's also kind of cool though, it's right? kind of it listen i got to i'm like i said i'm blessed I wake, I wake up in the morning sometimes i gotta pinch myself but i gotta tell you another funny story when it comes to like law enforcement recognizing me i'm doing a kia commercial down in Long Island City, right? I'm parked the opposite way of the street. So over there, they're very, you know, it's it's, it's well, uh, there's a lot of security there, a lot of cops going back and forth. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a nice area. So this state trooper starts putting his lights on, trying to, you know, he was he's like, you know, why do you have your car? I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's gonna. I had no seatbelt on. The car was on opposite. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm opposite. I'm parked like this, right? Everybody's supposed to park like this. I'm parked on an angle because we were filming. But then as I pulled away, I had no seatbelt on. I'm going the wrong way up like a... I'm not going on a one-way street, but I'm going like the wrong way diagonally. It's, it's kind of hard to explain because it's like a you're, circle. You're just doing not what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm doing not what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. 
So he puts his lights on. I had no seatbelt. I said, here we go. I'm going to get a fucking ticket filming, right? And I, I'm, I'm trying to find the picture because uh, I, I want you guys to believe the story. <laughs> he puts his lights on. He Then I saw, I pull, I pull over. He comes along the side of the car, right? And I thought, you know, he's going to ask for license registration or the car off or that. He goes, Big Joe, you mind if I take a picture with you? <laughs> Son of a... It's a state trooper. Right? <laughs> I says, you want to take a picture with me? You mind if I take a picture with you? Because I'm, now I'm thinking I could use this PBA card. Yeah. So I, I try to get a badge out of him, you know? You know, when I get pulled over, a state trooper, that's good that's to big, know. Yeah, that's big. You know? So he gets out of the car, we take a picture. And it was so funny because I tell people that he goes, you actually got pulled over, <laughs> and here he is. This is the state trooper that pulled me over the day I was filming. No. <laughs> I don't know if you can get that on the camera. Let me see that one. That's hilarious. So uh, I said, <laughs> his name was Trooper Wolf. Shout out I, to Trooper I, Wolf. I said, I'm going to remember that because if I ever get into a situation that I have to drop a name, I'm going to use, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Use my name. I don't have any PBA cards on me. I would have gave you one. I said, no, no, the name is just as good. I thought Trooper Wolf. Troop, hey, and if you guys want to use him, <laughs> Trooper Wolf, hey, New York State Trooper. You know, a friend of ours, Joe Gambino, he told us hey, we got one free pass. One free pass. I think he was kind of fibbing to me a little bit because he goes, oh, my wife loves you. She follows you. I think the guy, he was following He didn't want to admit it, you know. That's like one of those things like, hey, my friend wants to know, um, you know, what do I do about this? And it's like, you're asking me what you should do. Not your Hypothetically, friend. if there's a guy speaking. who does, yeah. But it's great, man. I'm, I'm having a great time with it and I enjoyed it. And I, I'm, I'm loving the, not the, atten- I, I love the attention, but I love the, the positive vibes I'm yeah. bringing. That's yeah. what it's all yeah, about. Yeah, of course. And, I, and it's a great thing, man. So we're, we're very, very happy for you. But, you know, I can only imagine what's going to happen from a year from now. If a lot of this stuff happened last time we saw you in two months. Two months. Two months. You know, I can't wait to see you know the next season of Grapes. Do we have time to tell you one more quick story about yes, the? Of yeah, of course, I don't know if you guys ever heard of the the sushi, uh, sushi mango. No, no. Okay, they're three Australian guys. They're three brothers. They're comedy, but their comedy's a little different. They're not comics. They do comedy skits. And they dress up as uh, wait old, the three Italian mothers, the three Italian mothers. Okay, I do know these guys. Okay. Yes, they're yes, from I... Australia. Well, they they yes. came from Australia. They were doing a tour. They were doing a tour of of, of uh, New York, and they wanted to meet me. Oh my yes, you're. I sorry to interrupt you. I did see this because I see them all the time on Instagram. They're like you know mothers on Christmas, and they're like banging the yes, bowls. Yes, them. And then I saw them, you like walking in New York City. Great guys, That's great so guys. Funny. That's they, so funny. They wanted to meet me, so we met them at Fortune Isles Cafe in Brooklyn. Uh, we, we did a whole thing, and, and they actually said. You know, you have a big following in Australia, Australia, which is on the other side of the world. They actually were talking about having, you know, me go do a movie with them and filming in Sydney, Australia. I turned around and says, well, how long is that flight? He goes, oh, no problem, mate. It's about it's about 16 hours uh, from uh, L.A. to uh, to, to, to I don't know if he said Sydney or one of the parts in Australia. And I'm like, 16 hours on a plane from L.A. from L.A. And you got to go mean, five hours from New York to California. OK, yeah. so I'm like, <laughs> hey, I don't know. I says, uh, so you could be fly me first class. He goes, no, we'll get you the, uh, we'll get you. He, he said, we'll get you the, the way he described it, the way he said it was a funny word, but I, I can't remember it. Uh, the cot. He said the cot. Basically, he wants to fly me on Emirates. Did they have their own? Yeah, we well, can lay down the bed. Yeah, the whole yeah. bed. I says, well, that's probably the only way I'm gonna fly that's the only to Sydney, way. Australia. <laughs> get me a TV, a cup of coffee, you know, a nice bed. Unfortunately, you can't smoke on the on the plane, you know. It's, it's, but they actually want me to do. They want me to do a movie in Australia. That's amazing, wow. man. That's awesome. So let's hopefully see that. That's awesome. That's you know, a, that's a brutal flight. 
That's a but it'd be worth it though. It gotta be worth. That's gotta be worth it. Oh yeah, I have to. You know, I gotta make it worth my while. But it's it, it's funny that look, I started as a goof in my in my car on the on the cell phone, and now I have a following in the other side of the world, which is it's amazing. It's God bless, man. It's love, the, it. It's, love it. It's a that's like that's the blessing part of social media. Yes, that's the blessing part. Right. But love Joe, it. we uh we appreciate you coming for the second time in the in two months. Blessing us with your presence for another two hours. Thank no you problem, so no much. My pleasure. My pleasure coming here. And, uh, you know, for the people who don't follow you or don't know what's going on, this is the time for the red carpet. Just plug away. Anything you got going on, you want people to watch, follow you, just let them know where they can find you. Oh, you can find me on I'm on all all platforms of social media. I'm on TikTok as Big Joe Gambino 2. Instagram, Big Joe Gambino 2. I'm on Facebook, and I have my own YouTube channel. And I have my own website. You can follow the links. The links are all in my bio on Instagram. Come check it out. Big, I wonder uh, who the Big Joe Gambino one is. I don't know. I don't know. Got to find it, that it guy. It was taken. Big Joe Gambino was taken when I when I made the name. And Big Joe Gambino one was taken. So I picked two, you know. Yeah, but two's the biggest biggest of them all. You know, so. so it doesn't matter. Who, who cares? But my website and my YouTube channel, it's it's Big Joe Gambino. There's no numbers. Love but it. listen, Beautiful. just type in Big Joe and I yeah, pop right up. Exactly. Right up. You're gonna pop I up. Pop, pop, it's, so. it's funny because in October, I think I had about two hundred and ten or two hundred and fifteen followers. And that was back in October. Now we're, we're December, yeah. December. I have two hundred as as of right now, I have two hundred and sixty two thousand. So what did you do the math? Fifty really thousand in, a, two, in months. two months. Fifty thousand in two months. It's wild. Where would I be in six? Five hundred? Can only go up from here, my yeah, friend. It's wild. It's I just, I love, it. I love it, man. I love it. But thank you again, Mister Joe Anytime. Gambino, for coming on the Burndown Podcast. It was it's a been pleasure, great chopping guys. it up. As we like to say, our signature send off on the T-shirt. Cheers, chin chin, and salute, my friend. Thank All you right. so much. Well, cheers. I'll cheers you with my. Uh, yeah, we do that. There we go. Beautiful. Oh, I got to drink it. You can't. You can't cheers. Not a drink. drink. Can't cheers. Not. Drink. I mean, it, it is water though, so That's it might a, be a little bit of bad luck, my friend. Well, it's bad luck if he doesn't drink it. You don't know what's in here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll Love leave it at that. Guys. Love them. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>